Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to another episode of the Horsey and Fox podcast here on uh, youtube.com forward slash Horsey and Fox or iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud or the other one, Google Podcasts I think, if that's where you listen. Google Podcasts. If you listen to this on Google Podcasts, just <laughs> fuck off honestly. The, gra- <laughs> the great thing about Google Podcasts is it's automatic. It, it automatically goes on Google Podcasts because as always, Podcasts was also on Google Podcasts and... We never put it there because. So there's like some random bot just recognised that it's a podcast, and it's like, oh, there's two white dudes sitting in front of microphones. This is definitely a podcast. Let's put it on. I guess so. I don't really know how it does it because I don't know how it would get it or like where it gets it from, but unless someone else does it, and Maybe like because the title is the know. title the Horsey and Fox podcast. Uh, yeah, but not the audio versions. The audio version uh, is just I just do I just do enough. Well, the audio. I mean, I guess it has. A feed like there is a feed mm-hmm. of the podcast yeah and it must just find that i don't know i, I mean, they're using all sorts of ai know. these days you never know what the fuck's going on you know no, what's going could, on maybe maybe it's all ai maybe it's an ai recreation of our podcast <laughs> it's an it's an AI generated awesome fox episode it's not actually i think that'd be really that'd funny be i would like hilarious. that if anybody if anybody does ai i think i give you a free reign to uh, use, use ai on our podcast and yeah. create a as long as you're not trying uh, to make money off it alright because I'll sue you exactly I'll take you to court I'll take you to the biggest right? court in the UK mate and when I've got scrap. the biggest I've got the biggest lawyer ever it's huge he's like fucking 50 <laughs> foot big he's just massive he doesn't fit he doesn't, in the courtroom he never studied law he just crushes the courtroom <laughs> exactly. with his foot he's such a big guy um, a cool guy and that's that's how we deal with law um, in the UK, yeah. in the UK, yeah, that's all our lawyers are just huge. They're giants. Yeah, uh, that's why bloody what's his name with the beanstalk lucked out when he realised that it was a beanstalk. That's true. Because at Jumping first, beanstalk. Yeah, at first his mum was like, "Why would you trade the cow for some beans? That's stupid." But there was a big man up there waiting for him. But then he, but then they realised there was a lawyer in the clouds, <laughs> and his mum was like, "Well, we can sue like every major brand." All, um, all the brands back when when was this written? Jack and the Beanstalk. I don't know how old it is. It's probably really old. It's pretty old, yeah. Jack and the Beanstalk. When was Jack and the Beanstalk? Seventeen thirty-four. Oh, we both got different results. Mine says what? It says eighteen. Jack 1890. and the Beanstalk. It appeared in the story of Jack Spriggins and the Enchanted Bean in seventeen thirty-four. Yeah, it looks like yeah, seventeen thirty four was the OG, and then someone robbed it in like the the ninth, the beginning of the nineteenth century, and put their own name on it. What cunt? People yeah, have been plagiarizing well, since day one. Ridiculous, fucking ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the, this is the Porcian Hogs podcast. Yeah. Um, we're and we're here again today to do a podcast. Um, Things have happened since last since. episode. What have you been doing? Have you, are you good? Uh, been vibing, chilling, nice. playing Resident Evil 4. Super close Still. to getting the platinum now. Yeah, I'm one playthrough away. Blimey. My stream Christ. begins today on the we're recording on my stream series of the la- my last playthrough. Oh, nice. <coughs> yeah, man, it's going to be fucking sweet, man. That's sweet. That's that is nice. You haven't played Burning Shores yet? No, and I haven't played Jedi Fallen Order or Jedi Survivor like I was going to, but I will. But currently, actually last night, 
started playing Assassin's Creed 1 for my video. Ah, yes. I saw, your, I saw your tweet. It's so good. It's it so, is so good. It's be- I haven't played it in years, so it's so much better than I even remember it being. Like, it's just yeah. it's the subtleties of everything, all the dialogue and everything. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's, but it's think... one of the more immersive games I've ever played, I think. Oh, yeah. Crazy, it really it's so is. so old. It looks... The graphics as well. It blew yeah, my it mind. Yeah, it holds up so well. It's but crazy. Like, after the bit in Solomon's Temple when you get back to Masyaf, and like I was like sort of slowly walking through the city, well, not city, the village, looking up at the castle, yeah. and I was just in awe at how good it looked for a game yeah. that came out like 15 years ago or however long. It's crazy. And it's partly due to, like, me and... I talked about this with Leo K, and he pointed out, like... A lot of it is down to the lighting, like the the lighting yeah, system sure. they used in AC One is really really good, <coughs> and it's it's interesting because it doesn't look as good in AC Two. No, it doesn't. And I think the main reason is probably due to the fact that AC Two has day night cycle, so it's dynamic time of day, whereas AC One is a set time of day, so like. They can perfect the visuals. Yeah, it looks makes really it look, good. Like the sun and really, the clouds really and sky. Like, oh god, it yeah. looks amazing. It's, it's a great game. It's a very nice game. It's fucking gem. Enjoyed my replay. I'm gonna play some more of it today. Have a great time. Take a little trip down memory lane. Nice. It's one of those games that when you really take your time with it and just sort of get lost and experience the whole thing, it just feels great. It's just like really fun to play. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely think, gonna do that. It's like something that I think a lot of games lose, even when they have a banging story. Is sometimes they're not very fun to like <coughs> actually play through. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like you're sort of like, oh, I love the story and I love the characters, and like I am having fun. But like when you play a game where the gameplay is just so solid and you're just having a good time, mm-hmm. it's a whole different experience. It is when it when um, it, when games strike a really good balance between story and actually being a game. Because I think a lot of games today, like. Like, back in, like, the, the mid-2000s, it was like there were games that were just games, and you'd just play them, and they were just fun, and they were a good time, and they didn't really focus all too much on narrative and being cinematic. But now it's, like, there's so many games where it's like, oh, epic cinematic fucking game, and it's like, don't get me wrong, I love my cinematic games, like all the PlayStation exclusives and stuff, they're great. But, like, where's the, where's the games that are just trying to be games, man? Come on, like... Not every game needs yeah. to be some cinematic fucking masterpiece. Like I just want a fun, fun game where I can smash about and go mental. Yeah, and I think one <coughs> of the cool things about Star Wars Jedi Survivor is that it's re—it's just so fucking fun mm. to play. It looks really like fun. it's got a great story. It's immersive. It's got great characters, all that stuff. But fuck, it's so fun to play. Like Fallen Order was a great, really fun game to play. But they've just, like, improved in every single aspect of it. Like, navigation and movement. Like, I wa- like I'm like i just, like, I've never found that exploring an area or a planet is a chore. Because mm. you go over to an area and I'm like, oh, this is a, you know, movement puzzle or parkour puzzle. So it's like, I'm going to be running on the walls, jumping from thing to thing. You string your moves together. It's very old school Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw some gameplay of the wall running and stuff. And it feels really, really fun to just, like, go through and, like, you're swinging off ropes and, like, like falling down walls and all of this stuff. Like, you know, you've got to be quick to react and stuff. It's mm. one of, you know, it's one of the better movement systems I think I've, I've played in definitely in recent memory, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice. And obviously combat is sweet. It's just, ah, oh, it's just a great game. It's a really, really fun game. It does look um, very good. 
yeah, it's really, really good. And, like, the different stances you have with lightsaber combat and the, yeah, the yeah. levels of customization, too. There's so much. It feels... It's just so good. Like, it's actually so good. Like, so much better than I expected it to be. Mm. And I did think it looked good. But, like, yeah, I like, playing it is, like, a whole different story. It just feels... Yeah, it's, it's really, crazy. Really cool. EA is, make, is, is making great single-player games. What's going on? <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, you know... The, the cool thing with, with Respawn, obviously, the devs of it, you know, EA have, you know, given them, you know, they're letting them make what they want, but also, like, they're actually a really good studio. Mm. That like, obviously, they've made Fallen Order, they've made Dead Eye Survivor great games, but also they, you know, they were the guys that made Titanfall. Um, oh! Which, which was very good. Titanfall <coughs> was great. And I also heard that Titanfall 2 had a really good campaign, which I've not played. Oh, yeah, but... people, people were saying that's great. Yeah. I'd love a Titanfall three, to be honest. Um, I think it would be cool. It's such a shame that the first two games got just overshadowed, just time and time again. I don't know how, but like they're such good movement-based FPS games. <clears throat> like, I don't think yeah. any other FPS I've played does advanced movement as good as Titanfall. Yeah, so well, that's good. the thing. Like Titanfall got eclipsed by Apex Legends. <coughs> it did, which is the same universe. Was, it's the same universe. Yeah, it mm. was like the, you know, the sort of sequel i guess to titanfall 2 and it's done so well that will they ever make another titanfall i don't know but i'd like for them to nice. make like even if they made like an apex game where there's like a single player story and then like an arena shooter mode because i'm not a huge fan of battle royale so it's like i'd love to play a cool movement fps like that but i don't want to play battle royale because i find it quite boring um, yeah but like if it yeah. was like an arena shooter with like cool maps and like you know cool shit to jump over and stuff and you can grapple around i'd, I'd be into that i'd probably play that yeah timefall 2 was really like i played i played the multiplayer but i never played the single player i was always like saving it and then i just never played it yeah yeah um but it was so it was so fun timefall was a great both games were really good like you're wall running and you, you had like the bots on the battlefield too and you'd like yeah you know you'd be sliding around and using your grapple and like calling in your big titans and stuff it was a great multiplayer it was game so fun it was so fun. It had a ton of customization too, and unlocks and everything. The guns were really just... cool as well. Like that pistol where yeah. you can like, uh, like lock onto people, and it, the bullet like follows them. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was fun. You, like select multiple was really targets fun. at once. Oh, I was really good. That people don't yeah. talk about it. I would love Titanfall to make <clears throat> a comeback one day. Yeah. Um, but it's just respawn... I don't think. Sorry, you got you on. No, no, no. You carry on. I was, I was just gonna say I don't think. Uh, Who's the EA? I don't think EA will is, is. I think they're a little bit cautious about releasing another time yeah. full game. Yeah, they're probably sure. not very interested, especially when Apex is doing so well. Yeah, it really is. Um, which yeah, it makes sense, but it's a shame. Mm. Um, but Respawn have got several Star Wars titles they're working on. They've got like two other ones that they're working on alongside the Jedi games. Do you reckon they're finally uh, gonna do Star Wars thirteen thirteen? <laughs> no, I don't think that's ever happening. Sadly, it would look sick though. <laughs> that would be a, cool. that would have been a sick game. Yeah. Um, but I think I think one's a strategy game, um, and the other one is an FPS. Ooh, I think a public commando sort of type thing. So I mean that would be sick because like I I feel like there's not enough games that are set during the Clone Wars. No. Which is like a really cool period to set your game, especially like playing as like a squad of clones. Exactly. Like, like imagine be... the relationships that develop between the characters over the course of the story. Oh my yeah. god, it'd be so That'd cool. That'd be sick. It'd be, be so sick. cool. I'd love that. 
I would love it because I mean the best parts of Clone Wars the show is from the perspective of the clones like a lot of the time so I mean having a game where you can play as your own little squadron of clones like oh man that'd be sick and it'd give you a chance as well you can almost bring back the classic like like every game used to have you know you'd have a single player campaign and then Mm -hmm. a multi competitive multiplayer Mm -hmm. you could just bring that back it could be a game like that you know you got your single player campaign and yeah but better I guess (laughs) I don't know (laughs) But I mean, the new Battlefront be... games, I only played like five minutes of both of them, but yeah, the old ones are definitely yeah. superior. Yeah, but I guess you could focus a bit more in on like like arena shooter rather than like big open battlefield type yeah. thing. Yeah, no, no Jedi playable characters or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. have any like just, heroes or anything. Like, I don't need that. Shit. Just a shooter with like you know you got your progression, you unlock new weapons and yeah. But how much longevity whatever. does that have? I don't know. Would people want to play like a strictly Star Wars themed shooter? They probably would, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm they, thinking they about would, it yeah. from my perspective. I don't know if I would want to, but I've prob- I mean, I don't play a lot of shooters in general, so no, I don't know. That's something that would be exceptionally me, but... good has to come out, and just nothing's that good to be honest when it comes to FPS. Like you got Halo Infinite, which was like I had a great time with that, and then, it, and then I realised how shit it was. And then Modern Warfare yeah. 2 came out, and I was like, oh, I love Modern Warfare 2019. This game was great. And then I played Modern Warfare 2 for like two months, and then I was like, fucking hell, this is shit. That's rough. Absolute that is rough. I've game. still not played it. Campaign's um, banging, but the multiplayer can suck a dick because uh, Infinity Ward sucks. Yeah, that's rough. That's <coughs> rough. Sl- Sledgehammer's releasing a game this year, aren't they? Oh, if it's Advanced Warfare 2. If it's Advanced Warfare Advanced 2. Advanced Warfare 2. Or a sequel to Advanced Warfare. Like, it doesn't matter what it's called. I just want to Why would they do warfare. that? Why would they go back to that? Because people are getting bored of boots on the ground again now. People want oh my God. jetpacks. Do you again. remember do you remember when there was that big thing where like they could people like were like, I cannot stand these <coughs> futuristic cards. Yeah, yeah. Like they announced like what was was it Infinite Warfare? Was that the Infinite one? Infinite where... Warfare was the yeah, it was the one where the one that was like one of the most disliked trailers. Oh my god! Yeah, it's got Kit that, Harrington that game, and Conor McGregor in it. <laughs> in the campaign. that was like they set up EA perfectly that year to just like dominate when they release this game that nobody wants to see, and then Battlefield comes out with yeah. Battlefield One. Yeah, and Battlefield One was actually a good game as well. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was decent. Yeah. Um, but like when that trailer came out, like this that that war between Infinite Warfare and Battlefield One was crazy. It was pretty funny. Like, the one one was like one of the most liked video game trailers of all time. The other was the most disliked. Yeah, like that must have been so rough for um, Activision. It must but... have been, but they were. I think they already at that point had Modern Warfare 2019 cooking somewhere. They must have. They must have been thinking, look, just release another shitty fucking futuristic game, and then once we release this, everyone's gonna be like, we're so fucking back. We're so back. That's what it what is, was... the pipeline of Call of Duty. I think Black Ops 4 came out after Infinite Warfare. Really? I think so. Or, or World War 2. Was it World War 2 straight away? Oh, it was World War 2, yeah. And they then... did Infinite Warfare, then World War 2, then Black Ops 4, yeah. then Modern Warfare 2019. Yeah, and Black Ops 4 was like... It was, it was probably the most liked out of those sort of... Sort that of era. during the era of COD being fucking shit. And then 2019 yeah. came out and everyone loved it and was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Cold War came out and it was shit. And then <laughs> Vanguard came out and it was shit. And then Modern Warfare 2 came out and it was shit. So, I mean, they're not really doing too well. Man, I love Call of Duty. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, 
weird franchise. Call of Duty. I do wonder what Sledgehammer is going to do next because they just seem to really they're like filler games. Like, I don't they think are. they've ever released like a genuinely one that people are like this was really good and we Advanced liked. Warfare, we loved man. This. That was like what? universally loved. No, it wasn't. Ask anyone who played like Xbox during that period. People loved uh, Advanced Warfare. Advanced War, I barely play. It's so boring. I fucking loved that game. I played the shit out of it. Even though there was um weapon weapon what was it a uh, weapon variants in the multiplayer where some would just have flat damage boosts compared to other ones and you had to pay money <laughs> to get them. It was so That's pay to win. Insane. It was awful, but everyone loved that game so much. It was so That's fun. Crazy. And Black Ops Three as well. People love Black Ops Three. I love oh, Black Ops man. 3. The last one I played properly was Black Ops 2. That was the I mean, last is... one I actually properly sunk time into. BO2 is my favourite, I think. I think that is probably the best Call of Duty game. Yeah, Just because, like, an campaign. all-round... Yeah, all three. Yeah, it's got all yeah. three things. It's got yeah, six yeah. zombies, like, mm-hmm. six multiplayer maps. First game to have diamond camo. What a good mm. time. What a good yeah. time. I loved it. Had sick DLC. Yeah. Some great yeah. new maps. They added like the Peacekeeper in with that first DLC, which is a great gun. I oh, fucking love the Peacekeeper. Peacekeeper. Yes, that was so fun. Yeah, Bacon Black Ops Camo. Two was the best Call of Duty, I think. It was, and then I think a second closest, the original Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that goes up there, and then COD Four. I mean, I like World at War as well, but like World at War's more. I reckon I'd a bit put weird. third. I'd probably put Black Ops One. I think. Oh yeah, Black Ops One's a classic. Yeah, I think it's Black really Ops classic. 2, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 1, yeah. COD 4, <clears throat> World at War. I reckon that's my top five. Yeah. World at War is yeah. great. I want to actually do a video on the campaign of World at War because it's so fucking good. Yeah, you said that last episode, I think. Oh, did I? That's something I've been bringing so. up a lot recently. For some reason. I found myself bringing that up a lot. But yeah, I'd love to because it's so fucking good. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be interesting. <laughs> interesting topic. For sure. For video, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. A little bit of a break um, from the single-player modern modern games. I want to do videos on some older games. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. That'd be good. There's definitely... Like, it's always fun talking about an older game and yeah. doing that. And yeah. it's like, yeah. I feel like it's, it's quite fun, too, because I feel like sometimes I get caught up in the... Um, making a video on, like, you know, this new release, and you can't have to <coughs> get it out in the right window. Otherwise, like, you know, a game... Like, there's a certain period of time where you can get a video out on a game yeah. after it's just come out and people will be interested and then there's like a large period of time if you miss that window where people aren't going to care yeah. until like an anniversary comes around and then people are like oh yeah this is interesting again. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a race against true. time that is um, very true but you know hopefully after this jedi survivor video that i'm gonna make i'll uh do someone else move back to an um, older game and i still need to nice. do my fucking skyrim retrospective Oh my god! Which is that was ages be... ago. Huge. That was that fucking ten year anniversary was years. ago. I mean, ago. it's not going to be a ten years later. It's I'm just going to call it like is Skyrim still is vanilla Skyrim still good in and then put the year that it comes out at the end of it, um, right? Because it's going to be a game a video about the vanilla version of the game. No no mods at all. Just the yeah, very that's pretty cool standard version. Yeah. That's like the complete opposite <coughs> of what I did. That's true, because yours is heavily modded, fully but I modded, know my PC yeah. can't handle it, so I have to play it vanilla. Oh yeah, true, that makes sense. <laughs> I modded the fuck out of Skyrim. I had like 300 mods on that thing. God but damn! It was, uh, oh, it was so much fun, though. It was actually one of the best like months of my life, <laughs> just playing <laughs> this modded Skyrim every day. It was so fucking fun. <laughs> what a and classic. Then, and then it got, it got both limited ads and copyright claims, oh, so no. that was a shame. 
so the views just like died it hit like 100k and then just like died that the video's sucks. dead um classic but... youtube man if a video's yeah. not getting money the algorithm's like don't care yeah it's rough that kind of sucks but <clears throat> you know it's fine at least it got 100k you know can't be mad exactly. 100k really. looks good yeah i cannot be mad at that it's better than like um, betty's cats or goblin, oh, goblin goblin's bar <laughs> Oh people just God. don't seem it's... to care about what do you know what's crazy is i went back to the advent calendar bit from last year and i pretty much privated every single video yeah, so... because i want my channel to look tidy mm-hmm. but i couldn't bring myself to private goblins bar and also betty's cats was an advent calendar but i couldn't bring myself to private that either no. just because i think they're such good videos yeah like even though their views are abysmal i was like i Maybe the right audience will find them one day and be like, this yeah. is exactly what I needed. Maybe. I hope so. Because they're really good videos. I mean, as long <laughs> and they as the internet is up, views. they'll be up there, you know? Even, like, True. long after we're gone. So maybe, like, in a hundred years, people will be like, the importance of Betty's cats, and they will understand. The future yeah, generations of humanity will understand. True. I mean, Betty's cats, that video is <coughs> timeless. That will always be good. Exactly. Whereas the unsolved mystery of Goblin's Bar, the mystery could be solved. That's true. But they'll see you and as a pioneer of, 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 the, uh, of the investigation. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually, that they will see me as that. You'll be cited <laughs> be in great. like articles or like uh, like academic <laughs> studies. <laughs> it's just a man that started it all oh my god <coughs> yeah i really hope that video gets views it was a good video yeah for sure i haven't watched it but i hope it does too it wouldn't make any sense to you i don't think no no it probably wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it's good though i mean it's i was good. very disoriented playing final fantasy 7 og <laughs> true i love the bit with the guy who kills himself <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> dying <laughs> is that in um is that us after the bit? Funny. It is so funny. Is that it's after not. the bit in, um, when you go to the what's it called? The gold saucer. In, is he in the gold yeah, saucer? Yeah. No. Uh, he well, he's the one that kills everyone in the gold saucer. He, he kills everyone in the gold. I didn't know he did that. Don't you remember? You you you, no. you go into the you go into the the one of the areas, one of the little like game rooms, and everyone's dead, and one of the persons like. Oh, it was a guy with a gun for an arm, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, no, oh, it can't Barrett. be Barrett!" <laughs> oh yeah. And then you yeah, go yeah. and you find Barrett, and Barrett's like, "No, no, no, no! Listen, when I lost my arm, my best friend did too. It was him." Amazing. It's great. <laughs> it's great because they're polar opposites of like they both they both got dealt the same hand, but the way that Barrett, Barrett deals with is it and the way that Dine deals Barrett with it is, is different. Barrett is an environmental terrorist, and and the other dude's just like a sh- like a mass shooter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And he goes, yeah. Barry, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Only because you fucking read it like that, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, it was funny though. Jamie, Jamie was loving it in the chat. He was, oh, he was having a great God. time because he's just not oh, a fan of God. Seven, is he? He's not. Well, he, he likes it. He does actually like it, but he okay. also just thinks like he, a doesn't, bit. he doesn't think it's that good. No. He doesn't get the hype. He okay. prefers other things. <clears throat> um, well, I will say I, I do prefer remake to OG, but that's probably because I didn't play an awful lot. Look. Yeah, you didn't even finish disc one. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'm you, not saying it's bad. I had a good time with disc it. One. I had a good time with it, even if I was making it a little, making it out to be a little bit more goofy. Look, than you it need was. to um, you need to sit down. You need to play it in your own time. You'll love it. I was it's debating so buying it on my phone and playing it when I have downtime. Uh, no, when I'm at work. Don't do that. Why? That'd be atrocious. Why? I feel like it'd be fucked. 
Why? And it's you can't get fast. emotionally invested. What about those what emotional moments? Put my earphones in. <laughs> I can listen to it. What do you mean? Yeah, but like, <laughs> but imagine playing like God of War 2018 at work. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. Would it? Yeah, no, All probably right. not. Probably not. Actually, I mean, it costs like 17 quid anyway, and that's I holy don't, shit. You know, it's a lot for a phone. Yeah, Square Enix can fuck off. To be honest, they're being little cunts. Yeah, that's kind of so expensive. Like all the Final Fantasy Pixel games on game. phone cost so much. Yeah, well, they're, they're good. They're good too. They're very good. Yeah, yeah. I will they're, maybe they're play great. them at some point, but I just can't be bothered. <laughs> if, look, if you if you only play one Final Fantasy, you've got to play Final Fantasy Seven. Seven, the the, the classic, it's, the it's the granddaddy of all Final Fantasy. It's one of games. the most famous games ever made. You've got to play it it's at true, some but point. Look, there's good remakes coming out, and there's Crisis Core, mate. I'll just play oh, those. God. <laughs> and I have completely the wrong perception of Final Fantasy VII collection. Well, I mean, look, if you want to, if you want to be the guinea pig, me, me and Flash, Flash Paradox, have been talking about the idea that, like, the, the, like, a lot of people go through the remake to OG pipeline or the OG to remake pipeline. Whereas it would be really funny to see someone's first interpretation of the Final Fantasy VII story. To, to be playing be Crisis Core first, oh, and then to like play, <coughs> like to have played remake, then play Crisis Core, mm-hmm. then play the OG, oh, and just God. see what like sort of like fucked opinion you would have by the end of that. The thing is, after what everyone um, said about Crisis Core, I don't even know if I want to play it. I, I wonder whether I mean Crisis Core is like just bad in of itself, but I do wonder if you played it without knowledge of the OG, would it be as bad <coughs> probably not be. i mean i think that's why everyone loves it because crisis core was a lot of people's first final fantasy yeah so like to to a lot of people crisis core is final fantasy 7 it's almost like like the, it's weird that crisis core treats 7 og as a sequel to crisis core rather than <coughs> crisis core being a prequel it's it's odd which is so odd because crisis core ruins the central plot twist of final fantasy 7 yeah so it's really odd that they did that. I just don't know what Square Enix are thinking, but um, they're clearly doing crack cocaine. Yeah, Square Enix don't think is the really the case. That's I think. true, they don't. Yeah, <coughs> at the end of the day, until it comes that's... to making twenty million mobile games of Final Fantasy fifteen. Yes. Uh, well, apparently, Final Fantasy fifteen Pocket Edition is better than the actual game. What the one where they're all cheapy? Yeah. Apparently, it's a better. It's a better, tighter experience. Is it though? I might play that. I might play that one. I might play that version. I mean, Final Fantasy 15 is not that bad. It's just combat sucks. Huge knob. Yeah. Everything Which else I is think, pretty good. I'm pretty sure. Is the Pocket Edition not a turn based? Like they decided to go. It is, yeah. It's a bit more of a classic Final Fantasy route. Yeah. Um, we just, that's kind they, of cool. they let the praise of Kingdom Hearts get to their head when they made Final Fantasy 15. They were like, oh, boys, real time combat, real time combat. Yeah, but it's absolutely <coughs> not real-time combat. It's shite. It's just you hold circle, and also you can pause as well. you can pause combat too. Um, when, so, how do you do that? What pressing the pause? I button? don't. I don't remember. There's a button like you can stop, you can pause, and you can like select an enemy or like choose for oh, your party to do stuff. Separate gameplay mode, I think, that you can use where you can stop mid combat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yeah. There's two different modes. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Still um, shit though. The last fi- three bosses of Final Fantasy 15 are shit. So is yeah. the fucking final boss as well, where you fight whatever his cunting name is, Arden. Shittest Arden, fight yeah. ever. It's. Yeah. I mean, it looks dog. cool though. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. No. It does. When they're all flying about with the swords, it looks so goofy. 
Like oh, the, the king's weapons, and they all have like Arden's got his red ones because he's evil, and he's got red hair, and Onoctis <laughs> has his blue ones because he's epic and good. It just it like it's kind of cool until you see them move around and stuff, and it just looks really goofy and stupid. <laughs> oh, I, I remember it looking really cool. I played it at the beginning of the year, and maybe it's because I had no healing items, so I was like, I had to stand there, I had to like sit there floating for ages, just blocking his attacks while he was like relentlessly throwing himself at me. And if you hold the block oh. button in that fight, you're invincible, so you don't really have to do anything, you just sit there blocking. That's great. That's really good gameplay. <clears throat> yeah. Good game. Shit um, game. But also not shit because I like the characters, but shit game. Yeah, classic Final Fantasy 15. So the first um, half of the game is great, and then it just starts fucking falling apart a little bit. That's interesting because <coughs> most people always say the second half is the stronger part. Well, the ending bit, like where you go back to Insomnia, is really cool. And when everyone's like, you know, older and stuff. And then it's just that, that final sequence of fights ruins it. It's shit. So that everything sucks. up until the Ifrit fight, I think Ifrit fight outside the car, outside the palace, like oh, that's yeah, a pretty decent that. fight. It's not bad. Um, and then when you have to go up into the palace and you do the different like, then if you played the royal edition, <coughs> yeah, no, um, I didn't. But I know they added like a boss gauntlet. They added a boss gauntlet that sucks. It's shit. Yeah, that's and rough. Fucking all your party members just go down constantly because they're shit and there's no heat. <laughs> Let's make a Final Fantasy game, but we won't put a healer in the party. Great idea, That's guys. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> what even are the different characters' like jobs? What would they even be? I don't know. I can't Propto even think. Gun. Noctis. Propto gun. Uh, <laughs> the gun job. Weird bombs that he throws, and Gladio big sword, and that's it. There's, there's, it's so shit. There's no mage. There's no fucking like cool little dagger wielding like i guess ignis could be that that but he's also uses magic as well i guess ignis is sort of like a combo of like a black mage and like a like a thief or yeah, something yeah and obviously noctis is just use whatever you want mate noctis is just everything but also there's no real yeah jobs in the game <clears throat> Yes, yeah, they dumbed it down so much. It sucks. Yeah, they really did. That's rough. But I mean, you know, sixteen looks good. Looks real fun. It does. Yeah, it looks very good. They've learned from their That's mistakes, cool. I believe. Yeah, I think sixteen's gonna slap. Um, but yeah. Uh, in other news, though, talking about FPSs, new releases, things going wrong or also right. I know what you're gonna bring um, up. <laughs> fucking Redfall came yeah, out. Yeah, it did. Um. And uh, some would argue that it shouldn't have. Some would argue um, that it's worse than Forspoken. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fucked. It, it looks, looks like shit. absolutely fucked. <laughs> it's a shame. From the creators of Dishonored, which was brilliant. I love Dishonored. And people, I didn't yep. play Prey, but people said Prey was great. I did. I played a bit of Prey. <coughs> uh, at the start of this year, I played like probably about 10 hours of Prey. Yeah. It um, looks good. It's really cool. It was really fucking cool. I couldn't yeah. finish it. Like, I think I was just in this mindset of, like, I wanted to be playing something else, be working on a different video or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And so yeah. I just ended up stopping and doing something else. But mm -hmm. I was enjoying I was just taking my time with it. Like, the, you know, going around, figuring out what to do, all the different ways you can interact with the world and the environment. It's yeah, just I mean, it's like, an immersive yeah, sim, isn't crazy. it? So it's yeah, it is, yeah. Loads of different cool things to do. But, yeah, um, Arcane Studios recently released Redfall, epic vampire game. Where the yeah, character's hands shooter. are really big. 
<laughs> because they have huge. I mean, they they always have huge hands in in arcane games. That's just their art style. But like, fuck me, the vampires' hands are big in that in Redfall. Um, that's so funny. But that's not the main concern. It's because the game don't work, and it's yeah. boring as well. Yeah, I think even, yeah, I think that's one of the things. I think sometimes, <coughs> honestly, sometimes releasing a buggy game is almost like a saving grace because people don't criticize the actual quality of the game. Yeah, they're just like, they're, don't work. It's like, this game's broken. But like, if Redfall wasn't broken, it would still be boring. It just probably. looks uninspired. It looks so dead. Yeah. It, it does just not look shit. Doesn't look interesting. It looks really boring. It's uh, a weird like, open world game. Yeah, you're hunting your vampires, you're getting your loot, you're playing with friends, I guess. It looks like this weird combination of, like, uh, <coughs> Destiny meets State of Decay. And... Almost. The, the Borderlands, maybe? I don't know. There's different classes, maybe a aren't there, bit. you can play? Yeah, and the, it's it's that classic Xbox trope of, like, Xbox games are known for this, is they just try to be funny. Like, oh, yeah. The they, character's always... dialogue is cringe. It's so bad. It's just like every character is like, you know, the classic millennial stereotype. It's like Watch Dogs all over again. Yeah, exactly. It's like Watch Dogs. It's like Saints Row. Um, like Forspoken. Oh, like, God. It's yeah, just I like, do that now. <laughs> it's so bad. I fucking hate it. People, I fucking hate it so much. People criticize Horizon from having, for having similar dialogue to that, to that sort of stuff. And sometimes, so you know, strange. Horizon, it does delve into the MCU dialogue, but I love the characters so much that it doesn't bother me. Whereas in these other games, it's like the characters aren't even good and they're being annoying. <clears throat> but yeah, Horizon's not yeah. as bad for it. Like, it's definitely no, it's not, not as... Bad. It does have that sort of MCU dialogue sometimes, but it's it also has really great scenes with, like, really good dialogue as well. So it's, like, it's a little bit of a mix and match, but I think the good outweighs the bad when it comes to Horizon. But, like... Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely there's a lot of these modern games that are, like... Just the characters are so obnoxious. I just... I yeah. don't get it. It's so <laughs> annoying. I'm like, if this person was really in this situation, they'd be fucking dead. Like, they're not... <laughs> this is not, like... You know, you look at, like, Dead Island 2 and, the, like, the characters in that. I'm like, these people would not be surviving in a zombie apocalypse. Like, they they live on Twitter. Like, they're not Oh, is that people. what the characters in Dead Island 2 are like? Yeah, well, apparently also oh. that game is littered with cutscenes. Like, it just... It's constant cutscenes oh. for some reason. Dead Island like, 1 was never about the story. No one... I don't even remember the story in Dead Island 1. No one cares. No, it's just I don't remember either. Kill I just remember Sam B. Sam B going, God damn! And that's all I remember. And that's J- it. Jiang, whatever her name is, with I don't like, remember s- slice weapons. Yeah, it was like she was the Chinese <coughs> woman. Or was she? I literally only oh, remember. Fuck. I literally only remember Sambi. That's the only character I remember. Sambi was, was probably Logan. Do you remember Logan? He was the one that th- he's like a he's he specialises in throwing things. <laughs> is he just the white guy? Yeah, he's the. Well, he's not. I don't think he is white. Well, uh, maybe, maybe he's not. white. Have a look. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. <coughs> white, isn't he? He looks. Wh- oh no, maybe maybe he's not white. He looks like I don't know Hawaiian. Uh, it says he's American. <coughs> oh, maybe he isn't. And then you've got um, Perna, the the black woman. 
Oh, I like remember the police Perny, or, yeah, or yeah, she yeah, yeah, security yeah, yeah. officer or whatever it was. And she was like the one who specialised in guns and her special ability was like gun rage mode where she would like even if you didn't have a gun, if you activated it, she would get a gun out. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, Dead Island One was fucking great. It was What a banger. And Dying Light One was great. Yeah. I haven't played Dying Light Two, but Dying Light One was great. And now they've I've released Dead Island Dying Two Light. finally and I don't know what to think about it. I haven't seen much about it. The graphics look nice, but like, does it hold yeah, up? To I've the just OG? heard that Probably it's not. I've just heard that it's like got decent gameplay, but there's a lot of cutscenes. It's a little bit cringe. Yeah, um, it's like when you're making a goofy zombie game about smashing zombies. About it, don't take your story seriously, because then it just becomes boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is one of those things like. I don't know. I also am just like I don't care about these sorts of games. Like mm. I look at Dead Island Two and I'm like, oh, I don't care. Like I just don't want to like hit a zombie with a big bat. Like I just don't. It doesn't do it's anything. It's so for fun me. though. It's so good. I mean, it's I'd fun still for like five minutes. Now. It's fun on co-op. I think it's. <coughs> Maybe. it's like I played Dead Island One and Dying Light recently with like, uh, like two other people. And it was really fun, but playing that on my own would not bring the same amount of joy. Um, yeah, that it did. <clears throat> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes. Because you can fuck around, sense. like joke about the stupid characters that you meet on your fucking shitty quests that you go on. Because like we did, <laughs> I think when we played Di- uh, Dead Island, we did all of the side quests in the entire game, and and the main story, and got some OP weapons, and it was like it was so fun because for the whole time we were just taking none of it seriously. Like, there's, this, there's this woman that you can give her water. And whenever you give her a bit of water, she says the exact same line. And we had like 50 bottles of water and we just both kept <laughs> spamming her. And she just kept saying the same line over again. It was fucking hilarious. It was just making me Classic. laugh so much. And like if you spammed the button, she'd start the line and then she'd, then she'd start it again. And you'd, you'd like spam it and she'd keep saying the same word over and over again. That is classic. That is a classic. <laughs> that is a classic video game thing. It really is. It really is. Something oh, that you man. only get in those old video games, honestly. Yeah, oh. that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, Dead Island um, 2, big shit. Redfall, big shit. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, Redfall, poor Xbox. Like, there's a lot on, there's a lot riding on Starfield now to be good. Um, and <laughs> Bethesda like, have the I, chance to do the funniest <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> they kill Xbox. <laughs> oh, man, that would be so fucking funny. I mean, it's so funny, right, that Xbox keeps releasing games that are broken or lacking in content like you know with their big heavy hitters like halo infinite and now with redfall from fucking arcane yeah and the game that's coming up next the game that xbox need to do well is fucking bethesda game yeah they're fucked they're absolutely <laughs> Todd fucked is like in in the studio like just just fucking cooking shit up and he doesn't know oh. what he's doing <laughs> phil spencer is sitting there with his head in his hands like oh my god this game's not gonna work and if starfield is gonna be work, broken the last hope will be fable <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> true funny and then peter molyneux comes out the shadows and he goes you can plant a tree <laughs> and it'll grow in 50 years <laughs> oh my god fucking peter molyneux i watched the documentary someone made on youtube the other day about his milo game oh um, god Milo it was such a good video about how it was just like the biggest lie ever <laughs> like he's he, a pathological like, liar he's gotta be he's gotta be it's crazy like at E3 you know 2009 or whenever it was he comes out on stage and he's like he's, he's got a like they're demoing 
Milo, and it's just fake. Like it's just completely fake. Like it's crazy. Like they they just lied to everyone. He's like he's like as you can see, Claire here is interacting with Milo. See, he could recognize her facial expression and the inflection in her voice. And then you like there's footage of the behind the scenes, and they, they mo-capped everything and like record. <laughs> like it's all acting and fake. He just wanted and to he, make money. Bless him. He was so desperate to make he's a bit such of money. A fucking liar i love him though he's so it's funny. insane like he even goes as far as to like um when fable the journey was coming out he lied about it and said fable the journey is not an on-rail shooter and then it came out and that's what it was <laughs> it's like you're making the game you knew that was a lie you he, had he, to have known he's just a devious guy <laughs> it's crazy what a crazy fucking man peter molly is just a little dude all right he, he just says things <laughs> he, he literally does just say things and they're never true like he just says shit i love i fucking love that subset of devs that just lie or like I don't know if he's a dev. He's more so just a guy that sits around watching the devs make the game. So no, like he was fucking... a dev. He used to do co- a bit of coding. Oh, did he actually? There. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's because like, uh... he, he like built up his own studio and then like, <coughs> became the head of it. But he's oh, still okay. like so he actually is stuff. a game developer, which um... is like kind of that's kind of even crazier though that he was coding the game and also was just lying about it. He too. understood the process. I mean, it's like No Man's Sky. What was that? What was that guy's name? Sean Murray. Sean Murray, yeah, and he became like the face of every, of the yeah, face of everything everyone hates for a few months after yeah. when Sky came out. The the difference with Sean <laughs> Murray though is that he was like, he he wanted these things, but he yeah. was under so much pressure from Sony. Like it yeah. was his first big budget game too. Like I feel sorry for him in that. So sense, do I. But, he was you know. he was like the full guy for it all. Yeah, like he was just he was just talking about what their plans were, and then you know PlayStation were pushing and pushing and pushing for release, and like stuff had to get cut, and like, oh, that must have been rough. Yeah, and now No Man's Sky is great, so I mean, yeah, well, I haven't played you know, it, but they, it looks pretty fucking good. Well, I have yeah, played it recently actually. I played it last year in the summer, yeah, um, and oh, and we went on like creative mode and like figured out interplanetary travel, inter uh, inter like between star systems because you know you have star clusters yeah. and then you have to go to the next one and there's like all character creation and stuff you get to play in third person mode you get to like pick which species your character is and like <clears throat> yeah it was cool yeah, although m- one criticism is well maybe because we were playing on creative mode but the-, the planets are still a little bit like what is there to do here like what there's not really much to do but I'm sure yeah. if I was like playing it on the like legitimate difficulty, and I was like, okay, so I need to go to this planet to get these resources, so I can make this like warp drive, so I can go to this star system and you know, do this or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, way sense. better than it used and to be. And I, I think with No Man's Sky <coughs> as well, the, the interesting thing is like people accept Minecraft having no purpose, mm. and all you do is dig and mine and build things. Mm. And, like, that's kind of what you would do in No Man's Sky. Like, you'd go from planet to planet, you collect resources, you'd build stuff. Like, it just, it was very tranquil. It was, um, yeah, I guess it is. But I think the thing is with Minecraft, you always have control over every aspect of your environment. Like, there's not one block in the game you can't mine, like, apart from, like, bedrock, obviously. <coughs> Whereas in No Man's Sky, you can't just, like, dig up the floor and, like, build any fathomable structure you can think of. Like, there's a set like thing that you can build like a blueprint of like a building or whatever you can't just like make it any shape or out of any material you want it to be whereas minecraft is like you literally can do anything basically in terms of building something yeah i I guess it's a bit more like a subnautica yeah yeah it is it's it's way more like a subnautica 
And they added like underwater bases, base building and stuff, didn't they? You can do like underwater stuff now. What in No Man's no Sky? Man, no Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, actually, last time I played it, I had a little swim about. I went really deep so in the ocean. You can do, you can do <coughs> in No Man's Sky. You can. I've added like there's like mechs, and you can get like like little car buggy things and ride across the planets and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty and, cool. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of cool stuff in it now. So. You know, fair play no to Sky. whoever made. I forgot the name of the studio that makes it. Hello Games. Yeah, hello, there. Fair play yeah. to Hello Games. You've had a comeback. They really have. Yeah, it's crazy. It's mm. crazy. Um, but yeah, that was. I forget what we were talking about before No Man's Sky. I feel uh, like I had a point to make. It was games not being finished, isn't it? Uh, oh yeah, Xbox. We talked about Fable. <coughs> yeah, but Fable is the last Xbox game. Yeah. Is their is their final bastion of hope? Yeah, and God knows what's going to happen <coughs> for that game. Yeah. I'm deadly worried for the state of Fable. Not it's going to be shit. Not in terms of like how it's going to work, because I imagine the game will be polished. But also, uh, is it going to be like a Halo Infinite situation where there's just nothing to do? And like, are they going to focus too much on online aspects, like your co-ops and stuff? I think I kind of think they learned from that with Fable Legends. Um, that yeah. weird well, that fucking, fucking thing. Cancelled. Yeah, I think they're they're gonna steer clear from multiplayer. I think they'll have co-op in it, like the original Fables. But I would be surprised if they had like a very heavy multiplayer focus. Yeah, but you never know. Think, it's yeah. Xbox, so they may just fuck it up again. Um, yeah, I feel I think, I mean, so bad for people that only play Xbox. To be honest, because like yeah, that's a bit be of a rough. state right now. Yeah, I think Horizon needs to be. Oh, sorry, Fable needs to be a competitor to Horizon. Like they've got to look at Horizon mm. and be like that. That's the sort of game we want to make, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, um, but it also needs to be like different. It needs like, to capture what people love about Fable, and I just don't think it will. They're gonna make yeah, it. it <coughs> they're gonna make it fucking woke. No, they're gonna make <laughs> it. Um, I feel like the comedy is gonna be a lot more tame. It's gonna be a lot more like like Gen Z. Instead of being like, oh, hello, knobhead, like Fable 2, it's going to be more like, oh, just cringe. I think it's going to be so cringe. Like, I just, I don't have. I am worried. I mean, the thing with it, though, (coughs) that's good is that it is being made by a British studio. You know, it's being made by. It's not being made by fucking Americans. Yeah, that would be that. That would be that. Like, there would be no hope if it was being made by an American studio. It would be I would not even be interested in it at all. I'd be like, this is going to be be bad. It's going to be like Saints Row, but set in fable yeah. and i think that, <coughs> you know i think english people still get it i feel like that like because fable was never offensive either so no. it's not like you know as it's not like a saint's row where they went from offensive to inoffensive um so it's like you know it was always very wholesome humor yeah it was charming um, yeah and so hopefully you can still capture that and yeah. get that right um <coughs> it's just been so long since the last Fable game that I don't know if the franchise has the steam to continue anymore. It's just yeah. been so long. 13 like, years yeah. since Fable 3. It's ridiculous. It's like, why do you leave a franchise to fester for that long? What's yeah. the point? It's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Fable. I, I, st- I just really don't... Like, is it going to be... Are they going to go open world? Are they going to go... Like, what are they going to do with this? Like, just do it how like much, Fable 2. Like, <clears throat> it's gonna be i think i reckon they're gonna go full open world i reckon will. they're not gonna go hub based i reckon they're gonna go full open world and just like seamlessly travel across albion which is cool 
Um, you could have like a little horse that becomes your mate. Yeah. You could have funny moments with your horse in cutscenes where there's funny moments that happen. And your funny horse is a goofy little guy. <laughs> and you could, do, you could have a dog. You could do, I'd, I'd like to have a dog again. Yeah, that'd be good. Let's have another dog. That'd be cool. Or a cat if you want, um, but a dog probably works a little bit better because it can help you in combat and stuff. And you have to have those three methods of play, like melee, range, and <coughs> magic. magic. Yeah, and you be able, and you can like. Um, I'd like to be able to mix spells again. You can do that mm, shit. That shit was really that cool. That would be cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. Um, be able to do that. You want your, you know, your, your jobs. You want your jobs, like to be able to go into a town and like, you know, make work pies. In a bar or something, and make pies. You know. Yeah. Uh, go to the blacksmith. And make do, some swords. Do some work there. Yeah. Um, just depends, like. I don't know. It's going to be weird. Like, you need the social aspect, too, because Fable has always been, like, an Elder Scrolls meets The Sims sort of game. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you need that social aspect. Like, you need to be able to get married, have kids, you know, buy houses, buy property. Yeah. And, like, you know, become a fucking, you know... Landlord. Like, landlord. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, bump up your prices <laughs> so everyone hates you. Um, I've always felt bad doing that. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, I would always, I would always leave it either at the... Like, I would try... What I would do is I would turn the prices down, but try and buy as much as humanly possible. Mm, yeah. So that way I, I could afford to keep it low and still get all the money I needed to yeah. finish the game properly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Fable is... It is a worrying one, because we've also not seen any of it since that first reveal trailer, which was like... Yeah. It's literally like... Ago. Exactly like the Elder Scrolls Six trailer, where it's just... It shows a bit of landscape, and then the title comes up and plays a bit of music. Xbox fucking loves doing that. I They're know. Just like, yep, uh, let's not make any tangible trailer. It's just a weird <laughs> little announcement for our weird little game, and no one knows anything about it. Yeah, they did it with Avowed as well. Oh, yeah, that uh, fucking game by Obsidian. Yeah, and Outer Worlds 2 they did it with as well. Outer just Worlds 2. Just a logo 2. pops up. Yeah. That's also Obsidian, so, isn't it? That is Obsidian, yeah. Make New Vegas 2. Actually, no, don't. No, don't. It'd be shit. <laughs> so I'm fine with New Vegas. It's the greatest game ever. It's the greatest RPG ever made. I don't need another New Vegas. Vegas 2. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, New man. Vegas fucking 2. <clears throat> yeah, games yeah. just aren't really the same anymore. All these old franchises, I think they'll begin to die off. Especially yeah, under it's... the fucking leadership that Xbox has at the minute. Yeah, well, did you see the Phil Spencer did an interview recently, and he talked about how Redfall's shit, <laughs> and like how it's like been a real, real big hit for Microsoft, and also he talks about how they like he just like feels really sad because they lost the previous console generation, which was the most important console generation. Well, maybe you should have made some games then. <laughs> yeah, like that's what he said. He's like, oh, PlayStation built up their catalog of games, and we just didn't. didn't. <laughs> Oh, I wonder whose fault that is. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation oh, releasing banger after banger year after year for like years, like yeah, you're a decade what, at this state point. Of, state of fucking decay. Yeah. And state of decay two. Yeah, great like, games. Fucking make games. Amazing games. You used to. You used to make Halo games. Halo five. <laughs> it's like, why are you making <laughs> shit games? What are you doing? Uh, what else? What else did they release during the Xbox One fucking era? Like, what uh, else came out? Dead Rising four. Oh God. Uh, uh, Xbox One exclusives. Let's have a look. Because there's there got to be some really funny, bad ones. There's got to be some stinkers. A sea of oh, Thieves. Sunset, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Sunset Overdrive. Rise, Son of Rome. Gears 5. 
Oh my god, they that was it was rough. Oh, they had it Cuphead though. They had Cuphead, so you got to respect Cuphead. Cuphead. They had Ori and the Blind Forest, which is was another good game, I believe. Yeah, I think that was Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a timed exclusive, wasn't it, for Xbox? God, they released stinker after stinker. At least they had the oh, Master Chief collection. Shame. But that's like a collection of games from when Xbox used to be good. And that was also that game was also fucked on launch too. That's true. Oh god, it was, wasn't it? They Fucking fixed hell. it like five years later. Yeah, I forget how old the Master Chief. It's ten years old next year. The Master Chief. Yeah, collection. yeah, yeah. Came oh, out the, the. It came out on the ten year anniversary of uh, Halo Two. Yeah, yeah. God. Oh my god. Christ. Oh, Crackdown Three was another one. No! That game was. That game was one of the worst games I've ever played. Crackdown Three. That was what? genuinely one of the most like mind-numbing experiences i've ever had in a video game it was i i I completed the whole thing in about five hours and i i spent the entire time i was playing it listening to nonce hunter uh videos (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i was taking a fucking i'm taking a pull from my vape when you said that oh my god it was so fucking good i remember sitting there fighting this boss jump jumping around just listening to this guy beg for his life not a police i was just i was just lonely no you fucking weren't you fucking nonce it was so good it was so good it was the one i was watching while i was doing this boss this boss took me a while i remember it because it used to fire rockets at you and i it just used to like knock you out of the sky all the time Mm -hmm. and i remember jumping around fighting this boss listening to this one nonce sting and the nonce was one of their like like people like yeah 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 team. i think yeah. i may have watched the one you're talking about it's probably multiple where that's happened but is he wearing like a red jumper in the video maybe i seem to remember the color red he's like they call him scouse that's what they refer to him as yes 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 yes, yes. and she's like i've had you here in my home near my fucking kids yeah 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 yeah. it's like like, i mean fair enough she she has the right to be worried about yeah it's reasonable of course it's very reasonable but it's just funny that the accents and like it's just so dramatic so funny yeah yeah. it's so good oh god it's like an hour-long conversation, yeah. too. I just had it on in the background while I was playing It's fucking three. heavy shit on Crackdown fucking <laughs> oh, That God. shows how fun Xbox's games are. You'd rather oh, listen gosh. to a fucking literal pedophile having his life ruined on video than listening to the game <laughs> itself. Oh, it was God. crazy. The, do you know what's really weird is... Originally, they said when they advertised Crackdown 3 <coughs> that the whole city would be destructible. And then they ended up relegating it to the multiplayer mode, which I did try, mm-hmm. and it was fucked. Like, <laughs> the lag was unbearable. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, as all these buildings are, like, crumbling, like, you're, you're going down to, like, 15 FPS, and it's just a disaster. Like, that's what Xbox It's a fucking would. disaster. Yeah. We did, not have the t- we did not have the technology for that at the time. That's no. just mental. What are they doing? Oh, yeah, God. It was, uh... It's crazy, the contrast between Xbox xbox one's exclusives and playstation 4 like playstation 4 was hit after hit like 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 the, i can't even think of any ghost uncharted of tsushima 4. uncharted 4 uh bloodborne um uh horizon, horizon zero, dawn, zero god dawn. of war 2018 uh just all last these, of us part two the last of us part two ghost of tsushima like what yeah, <coughs> all was, these bangers, incredible generation. It was the so PS4 good. Was. Like the summer where like Ghost of Tsushima came out, and then The Last of Us Part Two came out. Like, yeah, Ooh. 2020 that was, which yeah. is weird. It does. 
I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I do not remember <coughs> Ghost Ghost coming out during COVID. That's so weird. That's true. I guess we were so used to it at that point, we just didn't really think about it. But yeah, it was yeah. such a fun time. Like, I finished Ghost of Tsushima as soon as I finished it. The Last of Us Part 2 came out, and it was like, what? And then I played The Last of Us Part 1 for the wasn't it the Wasn't it the other way around? Didn't oh, was Last it? of Us come out first? Uh, maybe. Maybe it was. <coughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Maybe I'm wrong, though. I just know it was during the summer, and it was just such a good time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, June was June was uh, The Last of Us 2, and then a month later, in the middle of July, Ghost came out. What a great end to the PS4 generation. Then literally a couple months later, the PS5 came out. Yeah, Demon and then you got Souls. Miles Morales came out, Demon Souls. Yeah, good time. Yeah. It was a little bit but... of a, a little bit slow getting into the games that were coming out for the PlayStation 5, obviously. But, I mean, still, like, fucking Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok both yeah. came out for PS4. But Burning Burn yeah. Shores, it's PS5 only, baby. Burning Shores is PS5 only. <clears throat> mental that that's the thing that's a thing three years into a console generation they're finally giving up on the old one and people are it's still weird. mad about it people ask them they're like what the fuck i can't get this on my ps4 what the fuck so you're, you're like, playing a 10 year old console man what are you're you doing used to this this happens every time yeah like, just why be prepared are you shocked? for it when they announce a new console if you can set some money aside for it if, if, if you have a hobby for video games and it's something you do a lot and you have the extra income obviously i know a lot of people don't but <coughs> if you have the extra income for it just be mindful that you're gonna have to spend that money on the new console if you want to keep up with you know the the current hardware and limitations of yeah and i mean they've given you th- they've given you three years <coughs> yeah like come on don't be like, a they've bitch released all the major <laughs> releases they've released it on the ps4 for you honestly like, and just now they're like okay we are gonna <coughs> move over now because the ps4 is obsolete like we need yeah. to move over to this te- new tech and people are like what what are you doing I'm like what what the fuck i, mean, I know this happened, happened to... nine times before but like <laughs> yeah. no i will not have this and it's like older still release games on the nintendo entertainment system please like yeah older console generations used to be shorter we now have yeah. like nearly a decade in between console generations it used to be like every couple of years you'd have to upgrade now it's yeah. like you have so long bro Come on, don't complain. Like, yeah, I got a comment on my Horizon video, which was, like, someone complaining about uh, the thing moving to PS4. But to be fair, they had a reason. They were like, I can't afford a PS5 right now because I'm on disability benefit and I have, like, £100 a month to myself and the rest of it goes on bills. And I was like, okay, that's pretty unfortunate. But still, don't be mad that they're, like, moving over to PlayStation 5. Like, it's uh, your situation is unfortunate, but it's bound to happen at some point, man. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just the thing that happens, and it is you know, they've they've stayed on PS4 way longer than they stayed on PS3 or PS2. Oh yeah, people were moving. Um, it feels like the jump between like, uh, like Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 to PS4 and Xbox One was almost like a more significant jump. I don't know why. <coughs> yeah, the technology did, used like, in these consoles. Don't get me wrong; it far outweighs the previous gen, but it felt more significant. If that makes sense. It's because, like, the way they did it before always used to be this leap in tech, whereas now consoles are built almost like PCs. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's less of, like, <laughs> this leap in, like, brand new hardware, and it's more like an upgrade yeah, to the old like, hardware sort of thing. It's like the natural evolution of what you had before. It's, like, it's very seamless, it feels like now. It's, like, the generations will bleed into one another opposed to being, like, a, a jump. Yeah, like, you look at, you look at um, the difference between... I'm trying to think of a game... Uh, the difference between 
uh, Uncharted 3 and Uncharted 4. Oh, God, yeah, like, that's insane. You can see that generational leap. But yeah. then you look at Uncharted 4 and then, you know, when they eventually bring out Uncharted 5, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to see the leap, but it'll look... It'll blend a bit better, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Well, maybe because, it won't. I mean, we've seen... I mean, maybe it won't. I don't know. The extent of games these days. I mean, maybe we remember in our mind's eye Uncharted 4 better than it actually looks. It yeah. does look I mean, really part, good, though. Part <coughs> of it is, like, resolution and frame rate, too, though. Yeah, like, the yeah. original Uncharted 4 ran at 30 FPS, probably, like, 1080p. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, you're so used to games running now at 4K, you know, sometimes 60, depending yeah, on the yeah. game. I will always pick um, 60 over 4K, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I always do the opposite. I'm always resolution first. Mm, mm. Um, unless it's, like, really... Like, God of War Ragnarok had a really good performance mode. Yeah. Where the resolution barely took a hit when you put it on performance. I was like, I, I have to do that. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. Like, I could barely see the difference between quality mode and performance mode with Ragnarok. Yeah. But then you look at something like, you know, Horizon, Horizon. Forbidden West... Um, and I had to go with the resolution mode. The, the density of that game's environments yeah. are insane in 4K. It's just mental. It was weird because I tried putting on... I don't know if it's my TV is just really good at upscaling stuff to like 4K or like a simulated 4K or whatever. But I tried to switch between uh, uh, performance and resolution mode for Forbidden West and I noticed no difference in the way it looked like in terms of clarity. And I think it's just my TV. Because the gameplay that I recorded, like on my Elgato, and as I was editing it for the Horizon video, I um, I noticed that it was very blurry in places, and it didn't look like that on my TV. That's interesting. I mean, that's pretty good if your TV does that. I think I think it must do because, like, honestly, every game that I've played on performance mode looks exactly the same as when I switch it to uh, resolution mode. I do not know why. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's nice. That's very, very nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the, the that's the console, the console battle that's yeah. currently going on. I mean, l- later this year, obviously, PlayStation's releasing Spider-Man Two. That's true. Um, Xbox is releasing Starfield. Um, we shall see. So what happens? We'll see which one. We'll see which one works and which one doesn't work. <laughs> um, I think Spider-Man Two is is it's guaranteed to be a polished game insomniac just know what they're doing um yeah whereas starfield i have hope that it will be good because i love a good bethesda rpg yeah. i love them and they I haven't do hope so. done anything good in a while <laughs> i'm just yeah. i want to be happy with a bethesda game and i want it to feel like yeah i can see the dna of like skyrim and like fallout in this like and it's yeah. like the next logical step to I am I am looking games. forward to it. Like from everything I've seen of it, like I look at it I'm like this looks like a game I would really enjoy playing. Yeah. Um and I just hope that the one I think the one thing I hope <clears throat> is because Bethesda games are always I mean single player Bethesda games regardless of, you know, the writing quality are always fun. Like oh, yeah. there's always a fun factor to a Bethesda game. Yeah. And I like that about it, you know, you go, you know, in Skyrim what's one of the most fun things is just like figuring out what the fuck you're gonna do and yeah. just go anywhere and do whatever you want um and i think you know that's always fun the 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 concerning bit though is is the main story or the quest lines are they going to be written well because bethesda are very hit and miss when it comes to that sometimes they are and it's like you know sometimes they can write you know stories that just enthrall you and stories that are just like 
dry and bland and stupid and dumb. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot um, of the side quests in Skyrim are pretty stupid, to be honest. And the main quests is shite. Yeah, but I, but I still love like, it, though. It's weird. It's weird yeah. with Skyrim. Skyrim I mean, gets the, a free pass for a lot of things. The thing with Skyrim is a lot of what's fun about the quests is you just taking part in an event and, like, being involved with it more yeah. than the actual, like, compelling writing of it. Whereas mm-hmm. you look at, like, Oblivion and a lot of people will say, like, you know, those quests were better written than Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you look at Fallout 3 and it's like, there's some parts of Fallout 3 that have some really nice side quests, but then you've got the main story, which is just, like, fucking shit. stupid it's just yeah. stupid and it all comes just nonsensical the culmination of the stupidest ending in any fucking game ever yeah just ridiculous it's like you can have a fucking super mutant with you at the end when you have to turn off the reactor thing or whatever and, it, and it's like oh this super mutant is immune to radiation could you just go in and do it for me and he's like nah <laughs> nope we're not doing fucking it dumb. <laughs> it's dumb but you know, hopefully Starfield is a well-written <clears throat> game. I just hope that it's got the writing to back it up and it's also fun, you know, going yeah. off and doing whatever you want and going yeah. to these little settlements and, like, walking around and speaking to NPCs and just immersing yourself in this, you know. I hope it's not too big as well. Yeah, I mean, it depends what they do because, like, you've got... I, like, I assume that the places that are going to be like you know where quests will happen and where stuff will happen will be nice like you know fleshed out places curated places yeah yeah and then you've got you know separately you've got all these barren worlds where you can go off and build stuff and you know collect resources and yeah stuff so can you build your own ship you customize your ship yeah there's like a ship builder in it okay you, you like yeah customize all your different components to your ship and everything and you can you know, yeah, walk around cool. on the inside See, that's, and stuff. that's the type of shit that'll do it for me is being able to walk around my ship and <laughs> yeah. I just love that shit so much and yeah, being able yeah, to yeah. Like, make it my own little home away from yeah. home that's one of the things I like about uh, Star Citizen <clears throat> whenever I see footage of that mm. I'm like oh, walking around inside your ship that's cool yeah can you can you set a course and then step away from the console and walk around your ship while it's while I'm not it's sure. Because you can do that in Star Citizen, I'm pretty sure, and I, I just love the concept of that, like yeah, set, setting a course for a faraway planet and just like sort of walking around, yeah. like looking out the window, seeing like, I don't know, some crazy like... Fucking... It's very cozy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, very there's cozy something vibe. about that, it's nice. Like, and if you've got, you know, your companions on board, yeah, or, like or like a, a pet or something... Your... Yeah, oh, no. yeah, I hope I can get That's a dog. I, that would be pretty cool. Dog meat. I like that. I think one of the cool things about the companions in Starfield is that, unlike Skyrim, they will comment on what's happening. So, like, they feel active in the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. So, like, depending on where you are or what planet you visit or what part of the quest you're at or whatever, like, the companions feel like they're a part of it like they're experiencing it too instead of just like in skyrim where you kill like a abomination and your companion looks at you and just talks about their 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 life or whatever or like talks about where they came from it's like me the lioness where she'll be like i come from riften after you've just killed a dragon priest and it's like (laughs) what are you on about shut up (laughs) yeah 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 exactly so it's like you'll actually have that companion like it'll feel like a companion that's with you and yeah. it's supposed to be with you almost like very, more similar to mass effect i guess yeah in yeah. the those those companions depending on who you bring with you on a quest will like actually be a part of that story rather than just like god that must take a lot of record like recording dialogue and stuff like for each individual companion like imagine that yeah i think they said something like like there's a there's a scale of like 
Starfield's dialogue. Let me find it. <coughs> um, there's like a big like thing that says how many lines of dialogue there are. Right, yeah, so Skyrim has 60,000 lines of dialogue. Yeah. Fallout 4 has 111,000 lines of dialogue. Starfield currently has over 252,000 lines Ooh, of dialogue. God damn. So, so that's a lot. Like, it's over double Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, abs- it's absolutely eclipsed Skyrim. That is true. So there's a lot of dialogue A lot of, in lot of intricate details in there. So... I'm looking That's, forward to you know, it overall. Like it's, it's Xbox exclusive, isn't it? As well, it is fucking bullshit. Fucking making me play Pass, my fucking Xbox. I don't want to play my Xbox. <laughs> I was reluctant to play my Xbox last night because obviously you can't play Assassin's Creed One on PS5 because Ubisoft can suck my dick, and they refuse yeah. to fucking put it on there. Or actually, is it because actually it's because. I guess maybe they don't want to use PlayStation now. But, I mean, it used to be on PlayStation now. It used to be on there. The PlayStation streaming service, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, but it also... PlayStation now also sucks compared it to Xbox suck. backwards compatibility. I mean, yeah, like, playing playing Assassin's Creed 1 in, like, simulated 4K 60F is, 60fps oh, is pretty crazy. So good. It looks it's really so good. smooth. It yeah. feels great. It feels like butter. Yeah, it's, it's a whole... Yeah, that's a great experience. Yeah. Um... Which is kind of crazy that Xbox did boost like all of the, um, all of the uh, like FPS for a bunch of uh, like old Assassin's Creeds. Like you've got your Ezio collection now runs at sixty thanks to oh, Xbox, yeah. not Ubisoft, and <laughs> Assassin's Creed Unity does too. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Um, Assassin's Creed Three Remastered as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, Black Flag doesn't though. They didn't <sighs> FPS be Black Flag for some reason. Why would you not do Black Flag? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I'd like for them to release a, re- a remaster of Black Flag simply so I can 100% it without having to get the fucking um, multiplayer trophies. Well, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be all well and good, but I'm simply not going to buy a Ubisoft product Well, that is again, true. So. I would feel pretty bad about buying a Ubisoft product, um, considering I already have Black Flag. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I bought yeah. it years ago. I mean, you could just you could just get it off of like a third pie website, like I did when I wanted oh, to review. True. Um, <laughs> I made a video on Splinter Cell Conviction. I just bought a copy off eBay, um, which was you know. That is true, actually. Sustainable, sustainable yeah. gaming. Like most Ubisoft games, like people have always said, like why don't you just buy it for you know from third party, or why don't you just uh, why don't you just pirate it? And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's valid if you don't want to give Ubisoft money, but you want to play their games. But also, but I don't want to play their games, <laughs> so I don't I don't want to do that yeah, either. Like yeah. I don't I don't care. Like whenever um, I see anything about AC Mirage, it's just ugh, ugh looks yeah, whatever. It I mean, it doesn't me look like anything because they've not shown it. But true, um, it's yeah, that don't care at all. The o- the only thing I said this on stream the other day. The only thing from assassin's creed that i've like genuinely looked at in recent memory and gone oh, like there's been a moment where i've been like oh that would have been fun yeah is yeah. the multiplayer game the competitive multiplayer game oh they're making. they're making that they are making that yeah watch it be like more like f- fucking for honor instead of actual assassin's creed multiplayer. yeah i mean i hope it's bad because then i wouldn't feel too upset <laughs> about missing out on it yeah yeah um <clears throat> but you know if it's good I can't promise I won't throw away all of my integrity. Um, because the AC I've, multiplayer, it's a, it's a strong thing. Okay. I have wanted AC multiplayer to come back for 10 years, and for 10 years they've said no. 
Maybe Esco but finally, come back. You know. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I go. Yes, I, I, so. I know. I put my cat in the. I put my friend's cat in the dishwasher. No, it wasn't the dishwasher. It was the <laughs> washing, machine. washing machine. And I uh, wouldn't let it out, and it died. Did it die? Oh, oh it didn't die. I don't know if it died. I think it's it died. Man. Yeah. Honestly, if I ever see you. If you're listening to this, Esco, like, if I ever see you, mate, it's it's on site, okay? It's fucking on site. You're going to catch these hands. <laughs> In public. <laughs> oh, oh, what was that tweet you made where he was, like, dressed up as... Oh, what was that tweet where it was, like... It was so cringe. It was, like... Two sides it... of the same coin. Or, no, the other one. Um, the other one. The other one. <laughs> casual, maybe. Filthy, only if you ask wisely. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird man like it doesn't surprise oh, me God. it does it honestly does not surprise me that he ended up being what he was with tweets like that yeah like, yeah what, the what fuck? was it that he did again he was like trying to he raped someone oh god yeah it was that bad i thought it was just yeah. like oh fucking hell no man. yeah it was it was yeah no it was it was that bad well it's part it was, of ubisoft's yeah. company culture to be able to do that so i mean it's you know, very true very true it's part of their code hell. of conduct so fucking um, glad i'm far away from all that community yeah i know <sighs> christ jesus feels like but, a fever uh, dream thinking back on it <clears throat> yeah it feels good to not be yeah immersed in that anymore feels good um, to release an 11 hour horizon video and get fifty thousand views on it in the first yeah two weeks. <laughs> videos don't videos done so well people are loving it too they are it's been great so it was many a good people. video thank you so much yeah it's crazy i haven't actually finished what i mean i'm in the last like two or three hours of it myself because i didn't actually re-watch it before uploading it i just uploaded it without watching it which is a risk. Oh, but... thankfully there's thankfully there's no mistakes in it. Yeah, apart from at the well, beginning. Well, other than like, yeah, other than like at the beginning where you said it came out this year, which it didn't. <laughs> it's okay. I addressed it in the pinned comment, therefore it didn't happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, that video is doing super well. Let me check what it's on right now in terms of views as as we're recording this. Uh, let's have a look. It is currently on real time views forty six point seven thousand. Nice. So it's so close to fifty k. So close What's to two thousand uh... likes. What's it currently on, like, 48 hours? Last 48 hours, what's that? How do I check that right at the bottom? Uh, 5,000 views in the last 48 hours, which Ooh, is pretty good. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's like, I always... If I have a video that's last 48 hours is, like, you know, 1.5k to 2k, I'm like, oh, that video's doing well. Yeah, like, that's yeah. doing decent. That I can leave that, and it can slowly accumulate views. Yeah, exactly. If it's sitting on 5k, I'm like, oh, that's doing really nice. Yeah, you know, it's, you know it's going to sort of snowball yeah. effect. Um it has the potential to reach 100k, I think, which is just saying that yeah, is I mental. Because so. when I was making the video, I was like, I'd be happy with like 2,000 views on this. 2,000? Like, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I did not Jesus. set my expectations very high, and I don't when I release a new video because it means that if it doesn't do very well, then it's like, meh, it's not that bad. Um, yeah. But even then, these days, I don't get too lost in statistics anyway because like, it's not... Whereas back in the day, it was like when a video was doing badly, it's like, oh, I'm not going to get paid as much this month. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, I work and I get money from that. So the money that I'm getting from the Horizon video is like such a nice little bonus. It's kind of insane. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <coughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I feel like I don't, I don't really look at stats anymore either, but. Yeah, yeah. At the Obviously, same you've got time, to care about the money you make because it's your, your yeah, income. I think, I think for me, what's really nice is that, I mean, after Tyler left Patreon, um, I got the whole thing to myself, so that's nice. That but is true. 
uh also like lo like i i changed the pricing on it and everything because i felt like i was gonna give more content i was gonna do more which i have been doing i've been doing yeah, a lot yeah. and people people like clearly like it because i've like sustained people have stu stuck around but tons yeah. of people went up from the one dollar tier to the 350 tier mm -hmm. um to get all that bonus content for jazz lounge and you know yeah, all my extra yeah. commentaries early access all this stuff like mm -hmm. sometimes you're getting early access like two weeks in advance and stuff Ooh. um like if i'm waiting for like a to get like an ad approved or something and yeah, like, i'm yeah. like well i can put this on patreon and just sit here and wait now for a couple of weeks for the ad people to get back to me yeah yeah exactly um, which which is cool so it's nice because i have like this stream of income through patreon through like twitch subs and then all of my old videos just sitting there getting views. That's true. Like Assassin's Creed, like you know, Origins, how to get to Boyx Tomb. Yes, exactly. And like Assassin's my top, Creed, well, the story so far as well. That's classic. That video is not even. It gets it gets a hundred view. It's got a hundred views in the last forty eight hours. It's not too bad for an old video that's like years old. But yeah, it's yeah. not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not as much but as you'd in expect the past, for a uh, like your most viewed. Yeah, well, I mean, it's out of date, really. So it is, yeah. It's, I mean, it's how what is it like, two thousand seven to twenty seventeen? Like the story of like that yeah, yeah, yeah. era of AC. Yeah, yeah. So it's like six years out of date, but that is very um, true. But I mean, the Assassin's Creed story has been fucking mental for like the last eleven years. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, true. And I do still get comments on it, but it's like you missed this I out. Mean... You missed out. <laughs> yeah, what are, you, what are you talking about? This? What the fuck? <laughs> Did you forget about the Vikings? What about the Vinland sagas? What do you want about? Did you forget about Odin? <laughs> fucking Odin. Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ. <clears throat> but, uh, no, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool because my last... Ten, my, or, like, my top ten videos in the last month are all big video projects from yeah. the last four years. Mm -hmm. uh, the oldest one on there is Odyssey Broke Me. Because I've got... My top is my AC1 video. Then i got my Ragnarok video, Altair's Chronicles, Revelations Retrospective, yep. God of War, five years later, my Burning Shores video, AC2 Retrospective, Brother Retrospective, Odyssey Broke Me, and then my Forbidden West analysis. Mm -hmm. And that's my top 10 videos. So, nice. like, it's just nice to, to sort of be having this, yeah, this, like, stream of income where I don't really have to worry too much. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still quite comfortable in it, which is really nice. Yeah. Um but it's still nice when you see a video and it does you know it does well and you see it getting those views and you're like ah oh, nice because you know People it's adding it. on to it's what fun. you've already got it's like you've got these videos that are doing well on their own and they're still accumulating views but now you're adding on top of that more and that's just again it does that snowball effect where it's like the more stats your channel is getting the more engagement the more numbers that are going up the more youtube is going to notice that and be like oh let's just promote this more because this is going to get us more money if this dude's already getting views yeah. and stuff so it's like it's yeah it's nice yeah, exactly. And I think for me, like, I I, I like getting views, but I, it's not necessarily, like, for the same reason that everyone else loves getting views. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, it's nice to get views and subs and, you know, earn more money, and that's nice. But I like that people care, yeah. you know? I, I, I like that part of it. I'm like, if I see a video getting views and, like, the like ratio is good and stuff, I'm like, oh, it's nice that people care and want to engage yeah, yeah, with for what sure. I'm saying. Because every video I make these days isn't just like a piece of entertainment or a piece of fun it's like i have something to say and i think it's valuable and like i, yeah. I like it's a it's i'm very passionate about it so it's nice that people give a shit yeah and like um, when people take the time out of their day to comment like a long comment of what they thought yeah. about the video or like you know 
their own little theories about stuff you said or like you know stuff like that it's like ah oh, like i barely ever care to comment on a video the fact that you cared to comment is so nice yeah exactly for sure and i think for like content like that we make or other you know long form videos or video essays like it's it is an art form like mm. it's not just you know a youtube video it's no. not like what we used to do which is like a quick news video which like yeah we cared about it and it was fun and people enjoyed it but like what we make these days with the scripts that we write is like it is art like yeah you know, so you write your own story for it in a way <clears throat> yeah it's like you know you craft you have to craft this script in a way that you know is informative engaging correct uh and you know also entertaining at the same yeah. time yeah for sure and like it's something that you know you care about when you finish it and you put it out and people engage with that and like they appreciate the work that went into it it just feels nice it does it's super cathartic yeah. so, such an amazing feeling to upload a video yeah. that you've been working on for a long time yeah it really really is and like my ragnarok video i really expected it would be like a 50 50 split of liked dislikes mm -hmm. but it's on 80 percent likes at that's the good that's good it's really good and most of that 20 percent is probably like eddie's alts <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's uh it's good though it's, yeah it's just been good i feel like i'm in a pretty good place with you know stuff and you know your, your horizon video has been doing well it just it feels yeah. you know we're doing bits noise. we're doing bits indeed 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 mm -hmm. and it's time for me to start working on my next video now i think the the dust has mm. settled over the, the the horizon video and it's Obviously, I'm playing AC1, but I actually need to record and, and, and edit the Sonic video because I'm not letting that script go to oh, waste. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like the, the Dead Space script can fuck off. I don't think I'm doing a video on that anymore. But, like, the Sonic script, I'm not letting it go to waste. It's finished. It's sitting there done, and I have all the gameplay recorded. So, like, yeah, I just, there's, no, there's no excuse to not make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one to make. I reckon that would be a good one, too. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name it, like, Sonic Frontiers was almost good or something like that. Like something yeah. polarizing, so the Sonic fans get pissed off and click on it. <laughs> yeah, Sonic Sonic Frontiers, almost a success. Yeah, something like that. It's gonna yeah. be a long video. Like definitely nowhere near as long as the Horizon one, but I think it'll probably be like two, three hours, which is a yeah. pretty fucking long run time. But obviously, way more manageable. Like I think I'm gonna edit it in like it's gonna take me such a short amount of time. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. But yeah, nice. content. We love it. Very good. Very good. Um. Well, this we've been going for a bit. Uh, we do have some Patreon topics if you want to go through those. Ooh, I also because... have recommended as well, actually. Oh, you do? I was going to skip do. it because I thought you wouldn't have any, Ooh, and we have so many Patreon topics. Oh, shit. Uh, I can save it for next time if you want. Yeah, sa save it for next time. Save cool, it for next time. we'll do that. That's and then fine. We, we can go through these topics, give them, give them all a decent amount of time, and then we could... Sweet. Uh, call it a day and if there's any dreams we can save those as well i don't Although think I don't there is i think there was on one that was episode. really short because we people don't get the well, memo well, we want one that's really long yeah we want long dreams if like it's, tyler's if it's, not here anymore exactly man. you can do whatever you want if it's like three lines long i'm not gonna read it it needs to be like a fucking essay that's what i yes, want okay? yes 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 so that's the ideal if you're watching and you've had a weird dream recently please over dramatize it in the comments and make it a yes, really long story because those are the funniest ones um yeah, so yeah. and if you, if you haven't had a long dream recently just just lie just make it up um, it's honestly yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, i mean it does we're not gonna know exactly. well we probably will you could probably tell but that's part of the fun it is. is it a real dream or is it a lie dream? yeah exactly and we have to figure it out <laughs> i think that would actually be that make the segment a little bit more juicy exactly a little, bit more, a little more spicy this shit's fucking hilarious um, 
I, I, I found the dream. You know, I will read it just because it is short. Okay. Why not? Let's yeah, see what it says. It. It's from Chad Mambroski who says, Dream segment. Yeah, I had a dream about Layla from the new AC games. At this point in Fuck's time, sake. I was playing a lot of AC Valhalla, aka best RPG game. Anyways, she just woken up from the animus and could see her baggy eyes and they seemed to be getting bigger and darker. Soon her entire face was dark and shadowy. I pissed my pants and woke up and realized my, my pants were sticky. Three praying well, emojis. came. <laughs> sweating emoji, glasses and mustache emoji. His, his pants were sticky. He saw Layla <laughs> turn into a dark shadow and came in his sleep. <laughs> oh, fucking weirdo. God damn it, Chad Mambroski. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god jesus christ that's the dream section thank you so much thanks so much for the dreams appreciate it <laughs> thanks um uh, right we've got our we've got our patreon topics here thank you guys for submitting and we got five Ooh. um i don't know how good they are but we'll we'll see that's fine uh, by me first one is from raiden version one who says i don't know if that's actually version one it says v1 maybe that maybe that's not what that's it's for, version right one your version one now man raiden Raid raiden version one he says, uh, when do you think it's okay for a franchise to change and how should it be done? To elaborate, games like God of War 2018 or later Resident Evil titles drastically change their formulas, but are usually looked upon positively. What exactly did they get right that a series like Assassin's Creed doesn't? I think it's okay to Good change question. a franchise when it's losing steam, for sure. But you also have to execute it well. I mean, like, look at, like, like what, what's a good example i'm trying to think of one god of war is a great example god of war is a good example it's it's it is completely different to the originals but it's executed really well maybe not so much ragnarok but god of war 2018 is executed masterfully whereas something like assassin's creed is like the games i don't know how to word it they just became shit. <laughs> They're <laughs> <don't> just bad. <laughs> I don't know how to word it because the yeah. old games no, are so good. The new ones I, suck. I think what it what it comes down to is the what what is I think when you're reevaluating or rebooting a franchise, right? You've got to sit down with your team and look at what are the core fundamentals of this game's identity, mm. like what makes it what it is, and build on that. So you look at God of War. What makes it what it is? Complex combat right they did that in 2018 mythology being central they did that right personal character journey they did that so god of war 2018 has all the pillars of what made the original trilogy good it's just in a very different presentation and context Mm. and it's not going to work for everyone obviously there are a lot of people that don't like 2018 because of the presentation yeah but it is still in its makeup god of war Mm. and i think same goes for resident evil it's still a survival horror you know it's still got the inventory management it's still got you know big guy that follows you around a map you know hunting you sort of thing like it's very similar um with you know some additions some changes to how they present story and how they present the gameplay you know through the you know perspective of the character first person obviously Um, doesn't feature yeah some of the old characters like it's got new characters obviously chris redfield's in seven but like it's mainly focused around ethan and stuff like that exactly and i think when you look at assassin's creed or you look at saints row for example they fundamentally they misunderstand what made the original games what they are and they've just ended up making something else yeah and so it's not an evolution or a change to a game you know it's just a brand new game with the title slapped onto it yeah yeah exactly like you look at saints row and you know yeah it's an open world yeah you drive cars around yeah you are in a gang 
but those are not those are the surface level elements of saints row the things deeper under the surface is like a deep connection between your core cast of characters like a believable connection between these guys um offensive humor like you've you know dr- like tr- like you know you know walking up to the line of where you know hu- like where there's a boundary and like what is okay or not okay to say um you know get gameplay that is cathartic and over the top but at the same time everything needs to be grounded in a reality that the characters believe and saints row the reboot is not that like it's like everything's crazy the characters know it's crazy they think it's funny too like it's just like it's not a believable world and it's not saints row no and you know the same thing goes for assassin's creed you know what was called to assassin's creed one social stealth complex parkour um mystery in the modern day the mystery the overarching story you know the meta layer the 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 deep connection between ancestor and modern day protagonist the way their stories parallel each other because you get that with altair and desmond you get that with Ezio yeah. and desmond you get it to an extent with connor and haytham and then desmond and william mm-hmm. uh, in ac3 there's always a parallel there to be drawn mm-hmm. whereas you know you look at layla like what's the parallel between her and avor there isn't one there's She's no just, parallel I mean, there what is the point of of layla to be honest you know what's the point of the whole story <laughs> what's the point of that layer how does it connect how does it inform the ancestor story how does the ancestor story inform the modern day story you know you look at what it, you know social stealth is no longer a core element of these games you know complex parkour is gone it's not complex anymore there's barely even parkour there's no longer um, digestic storytelling through you know the animus yeah. and stuff like that and there's just so many core components of the original assassin's creed games that are no longer there um yeah that it means it's just a completely different franchise now um yeah, I think yeah, that the focus does, is on totally different things. It does summarize it pretty well, I think. The core pillars of a franchise need to be respected if you want to change it. Um, yeah. Yeah, because to make change, you need to first work out what you're changing. Yeah, um, because it's like, you know, there's certain things you can change in the way you present a game and the way you present the core pillars of the game, but the core pillars have to remain. You can't just, like, strip them out. Yeah, it's like Halo as well. Down. Like, I mean, Halo went through a bit of an identity crisis after Bungie left, and then they sort mm. of clawed it back. Like the Halo Infinite campaign is it's good. It's a return to form for Halo because they clearly spent a lot of time analysing the core pillars of Bungie's Halo games. Um, yeah. But the reason why Infinite's bad is not because it's necessarily a bad take on the Halo identity. It's just because you know 343 fucked it up with the multiplayer but like yeah yeah and i mean there's some elements like i don't know if the the open world aspect works yeah it feels like i read something the other day and it's like it feels like (coughs) halo infinite is the best halo dlc ever it feels like you're arriving on the planet on, on the halo ring after all of the significant stuff has actually happened and you're just now following the footsteps of what the actual interesting story was like you know yeah. that spartan that you find and he's like dying and like he dies in chief's arms mm-hmm. a lot of people have said that the game should have been about him and it should have been his story and then at the end like chief comes and saves you and like that's the end of that game like i feel like infinite shouldn't have been Chief's story if that makes sense like it should have been a completely I different mean, game yeah i mean I, I agree i think that halo post bungie i don't think they should have brought master chief back for ages no. i think he should have, i think he should have stayed out of the game for you know at least 10 years yeah yeah before you bring him back like at least 10 years maybe more because you know what were the final two bungie games but well, they weren't about master chief it was odst and then reach yeah that's true and 
you know, it proved like they went out, they ended their time with Halo, proving that you can make games not about the Master Chief. And they're still great. And then, and then 343 went, let's bring the Master Chief back. Let's and bring it like, back. And it's not the Master Chief. It's this weird skinwalker Master Chief who's not actually <laughs> Chief. Like, he's just fucking weird. He's a pussy. Yeah, uh, and you could, have told, you could have told all these different stories about other Spartans, about other characters, you know, in the Halo universe. You could have done that. And it would have so been easily. better. Think about the amount of conflicts and battles and, like, complex stories that happen throughout the Human Covenant War and after and stuff like that. Like, you don't need Chief to be the... To be the you know the main character anymore necessarily like it's nice to have chief but so many other stories you can tell and i think maybe 343 could have thrived a little bit better with not having to focus on characterizing chief well because they clearly don't know how to fucking do it exactly i <laughs> mean you could, you could have done but, you know you could have done an arbiter game like yeah, of like him grappling with the loss of you know someone that he became close friends with in the master chief and the fact that you know he's now after that battle that final huge battle for you know the arc and everything yeah um you know now he's got to go back to his people and try to lead them and you know deal with that whole aspect you know you've got the civil war there that you can then play into on saying helios and you've got like it's so cool you know all of these elements and like then his relationship with the humans and how like his people might not be okay with that right away and like how there's just like you could do all of these different elements Mm -hmm. you know of that through the eyes of the arbiter who's this character we came to know in halo 3 um it would have been so many cool things they could have done but they just went they could have done so Halo 4 direct uh cortana wants to shag chief and then she touched him at the end it's crazy (laughs) because you you look at you look at like all the novels they release for halo and they're all really cool concepts yeah. it's like you could have made one of those into a game yeah like there's doing? so many cool ideas what like honestly the the forerunner trilogy is so honestly the best halo books and some of the best novels i've ever read like genuinely those that forerunner trilogy of books i had so much fun reading those mm. they were just so interesting and immersive and like not only was the lore super interesting but on top of that it was also just like a really compelling story mm. about a character yeah and it, like it made me appreciate what the what happened to the forerunners and the didact and all of this stuff mm-hmm. and like the two different didacts and the librarian and oh it was so and like they talk about zeta halo as well and yeah. like the the uh what's that thing the primordial mm-hmm. like super interesting like oh there's so many cool things in in those books um that like you could have you could have even done something like that go back to forerunner times and set a game there yeah that could have been interesting maybe um possibly who knows i mean i mean i i feel like for any major franchise what's really a cool idea of how to run your franchise is to release lots of different games but they're all different genres of games Mm, like mm. does halo doesn't always have to be an fbs like you can explore Halo in loads of different contexts like you look at Halo Wars Halo Wars and Halo Wars 2 are both really good that's true people love them and uh you know you could you could do something like that it's something that i always said about assassin's creed which you know funnily enough they're actually doing now <laughs> with all their different games yeah. you know being different you know you got you got your mirage which is like a more traditional ac you got your project red which is your rpg you got your hexa which is a bit more of a linear game you got your multiplayer yeah. you know games and stuff and it's you know that you got your vr and all, all those sorts of things mm-hmm. so you know that's i feel like that's how you should run like a a franchise, a franchise. like halo yeah yeah for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's how you 
Uh, that's, that's how, how you change a game. <laughs> that's how you change a game. There <laughs> yeah. you go, Raiden version one. Thank you so much. Um, okay. Next up is from Conocido Sam, who is paying James's water bill, who says, "Fun little mental exercise I do with my friends. Tell me the best thing that happened to you today and your least favorite thing." I haven't done much today. Uh, no, I haven't either. This is gonna be really stupid. Um, my least favorite thing. Well, the best thing that I did today was this podcast because yeah, it's the say, only thing i've done today yeah, same here. <laughs> i haven't done anything else i woke up i had a shower and then i got on this podcast it's the yeah. worst thing that happened to me today uh, <laughs> having to get out of bed was the worst thing that happened to me today <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's the worst thing that happened to me nothing bad's happened to me today i feel like That's good i feel like people don't know when we record these podcasts like sort of the we both sleep in and then it's the first thing we do and we yeah exactly bed, so basically. literally the, the worst thing i've done today is have to get out of bed the yeah. best thing i've done though is sitting here and doing this podcast I that's it the Those... worst thing you've had to do is wait 40 minutes for me to get on Discord. yes that's true that's true <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know this is every episode every fucking episode we say midday like, and we start midday. recording by like one <laughs> Because somehow, so every single time, George will be like, oh, I'm just going to quickly tidy my room. 40 minutes later, well, hey, bro, yeah, where no, are you? Okay, my, over the two weeks in between <laughs> recording my recording the podcast, so I, I like clean my room before every recording, and over the two weeks, it just accumulates shit on the floor and stuff, and it just looks No really one can shit. see the floor! Yes, they can! I can literally... I'm looking at OBS right now. There is a bit of my floor right there, and that is... In, probably barely is any. Coincident, it is, it's a slither, but that is coincidentally <laughs> the place where all the clothes I throw on the floor accumulates. Just um, slide it to the side, and then clean it yeah, later. My desk, like, you should have seen it earlier, there was, like, a Five Guys milkshake cup and, like, four Starbucks just... cups. Like, Why don't you just clean it when you're done with the thing? Because look, when you, when you're working full time and you get home from work, you you need to speed run your hobbies. Otherwise, it's fucking bedtime before <laughs> you know it. So it's like I don't have time to do that shit because it's like oh, by the time I'm done cleaning, it's like seven o'clock, and then seven o'clock slowly, I mean, quickly becomes eight o'clock, and then it's like oh, now it's like nine, and now it's basically time to start winding down to go to bed so fun but, but 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 if you just but if you just finish the milkshake and then place it in the bin yeah but my bin's like a paper bin like i, I don't but know just walk downstairs it'll take you 30 that seconds that takes effort fucking walking downstairs it'll take 30 seconds and then the you've bin. kept your room clean nope <laughs> nope oh can't be bothered long jesus christ when i'm sitting oh there gaming God. and i've got starbucks coffee and i finish it it's not going in the bin it's going <laughs> on my desk for a week <laughs> oh my god i can't imagine that i keep my office is always so clean that's true whereas the rest of your house is a fucking bomb site <laughs> yeah because of elva because she's a fucking nightmare <laughs> but then mean? you got you she does she's literally exactly the same as what you just said like she will <laughs> not put stuff away like I, the other day i go into the bedroom right and i'm about to go to bed and on her side and the windowsill, there's like four empty cans of Coke <laughs> and like three glasses. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, also, she keeps the, what she does right. Instead of throwing away like stuff that she needs to throw away, yeah. she 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 has like a bag that she needs to throw away, and she leaves that on the windowsill and puts <laughs> the rubbish in the bag and just leaves it there for like weeks. And oh, like, just, weeks! Like, no, just take it downstairs. That's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> See, oh, I, I only ever do that in my room. I clean it. I 
clean the rest of the house up if I've made a mess in the bathroom I'll put everything away I'll, I'll, I'll you know wipe the side down and stuff same with the kitchen but my room is free game for me to be fucking disgusting um, oh god I can't I hate it although I've got so into a better much. habit of emptying my bin because fuck me sometimes I would let me get my <laughs> bin and show it to everyone <laughs> this is my bin it's not very big and sometimes what I used to do was I would like fucking put rubbish in there and then it would get to the point where it was like reaching the the, br- the brim of the fucking bin and I would just get my fist and just push it all down <laughs> so there's more space and just keep doing that until it was overflowing and it was fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> just weeks oh, of compacted God, rubbish so in this bin that's not meant to have that sort of rubbish in it anywhere. Like oh. bins like that are meant for like little stuff, like I don't know, wrappers and and bits of paper and tissues and stuff. Like it's not meant yeah, it's for like, like paper bin. takeaway bags and stuff that I would just yeah, fist okay. downwards. I will say, <clears throat> I will say, why well, you? Because I used to have. Because currently, like I have a bin. It's just like a black bin. Yeah, like a opaque black bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I lived w- uh, with mum and dad, I had. Before this bin, I had like a, like you know, your regular paper bin. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like grated. Oh, I I think I have your one actually. I think I have it right now. Oh wait, really? Yeah, I think oh, I well, stole your one. But I used to use it for everything. Yeah. And I didn't notice until I don't know how long it was, but I had to clean it because on the grate, like I don't know what was there on it. I don't know if I was like <laughs> some sort of organism growing on it, <laughs> oh, but God. like it was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Like the like I I didn't like. I didn't like. There was not even. I didn't even used to put like a like a bin bag in it. Yeah, I don't have so, a bin bag in mine either. I uh, see that makes it very easy to deal with because I do have a big. I have like a white bin bag. All you have in to mine. do is take the bag out. Yeah, and, and then I just take the bag out and bag. then replace it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's way move. easier. Yeah, but I used to. Yeah, that that grated bin. I just it used to be just covered in shit. I have it. It's right here. Although, yeah, the, bo- the bottom of it is still it. sticky. Oh, God. <laughs> There's like a sticky residue on the bottom. I don't know if you could all see that. Oh, you can so well in the oh, camera. Oh, man. I used, to put, I used to put so much shit in that bin. Like, yeah. just so much. Just everything used to go in that bin. Random shit, yeah. Well, it's still oh, being used God. in that way. So, I mean, it's 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 great. But That's every good, week... You know. Uh, every weekend, I get a bin bag from the garage, and I and I just pour the contents into it. You just put a bag in the bin, and then I don't have any one. I don't have any bags that are like the right size for it. Just get like, I guess a... I could buy some. Yeah, like a you know, I have like a little, like a little white white bag. Mm. It's just nice, nice size, pretty good. I could probably buy some Helps from Amazon, but that requires me once again doing something that isn't directly related to enjoyment. So. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot. That's rough. That's rough. Oh yeah. God. Um, uh, how did thanks, we, how did for we that? get onto that from his question? All right. Thanks, Connor. <laughs> best Thank and you. worst thing. Um, best and worst. Anyway, thing. next up we got one from TJ who says, "I've not really known what to watch lately. Is there any movies or TV shows that you've watched recently that you recommend?" Oh God, I'm actually the worst person to ask for watching stuff because I don't watch anything. Uh, yeah, that's the sense. last thing I fucking watched. The last thing I watched was Django Unchained. Uh, that was how long ago was that? weeks ago i don't oh, watch right. tv or movies very often because when Django i got Unchained video games very good, it is a very good film it's very Great funny movie. yeah it's very good it's like a good mix between comedy and like very visceral violent action yeah. have you and seen Jamie is that Fox the first tarantino movie you've ever seen or have you watched like the other what, like his uh, other stuff well i've watched something that tarantino helped write and he's in it 
it was From Dusk Till Dawn, which is a very weird film. I don't know if you've seen Oh, that. right, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's not a Tarantino film. I thought it was, but it actually isn't. No, Have I you actually... never seen Kill Bill or Pulp Fiction? I've N- never seen Kill Bill. I haven't watched Pulp Fiction either. Damn. Uh, watch them. They're good. Yeah, there's lots of classics that I haven't watched. Like when, people, when I say to people that I haven't watched these classic films, they're like, what? I'm yeah. like, yeah, dude, I, I think I just discovered video games when I was a kid, stopped watching movies and TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's what i do most is play games but I've, yeah. I've been trying i've been trying to watch more movies yeah and because i do really i really like films i think yeah. films are good I, I i recently watched all the john wick films so that i could watch the fourth one in the cinema which uh, was yeah. banger banger of a film highly recommend people haven't seen them um and also recently last week i think it was last week was the was like an anniversary of uh alien uh, the alien Ooh. franchise and so i went to a cinema that we have in town which is like a little little small cinema mm-hmm. which just shows like you know they just sort of play like you know more artsy stuff and mm-hmm. old films and stuff yeah and they were doing like a double bill of alien and aliens and Ooh. so me and i went to go watch that there which was, was, was a really nice vibe it's a really nice vibey place mm-hmm. and those movies are sick that's the yeah. first time i've ever seen i've ever seen them um oh, so that was really cool watch the first one Alien is, yeah, one of the best films I think I've ever seen. Banger. Um, Aliens is still great. Not as good as the first one, though. That's still got Sigourney Weaver in it. Yeah. It's like a direct sequel. Picks up exactly, well, exactly-ish where the first one ends. How does she... How does she get into another situation with Xenomorphs? How does she do that? Well, the premise is uh, the movie picks up and she's been drifting in space for like 52 years or something. Fucking hell. And they they wake her up and they want her to be that they've like colonized that planet that they went to in the original film oh, by yeah. this point and she's telling them all about it and she's like what the fuck do you mean you colonized that planet there's fucking horrible aliens there and they're like nah you're not that's not fucking true um what and then they classic they, they humans. get so like they've never found them right they never found these aliens obviously because the, these aliens are not native to that planet they no. just came there on a spaceship yeah yeah and so they get like this report from this colony that's like gone dark and then they go to investigate and she like is a consultant on that mission because she's yeah. like no no no, look i know what's fucking happening <coughs> with people and then they get there and obviously there's loads it of is, aliens it is aliens and then you know that's how the movie happens you got to deal with that and there's loads of cool little character things and you know development of her character and these nice little like mirrorings between the aliens and uh between ripley like it's just really cool yeah um it's it is a good film. Aliens is a really really good film. But I still I think I prefer the minimalism of the first one. It's yeah. just like it all takes place pretty much on one spaceship. Well, it's, it's very much I think you know, uh, uh, Alien and Aliens is almost like the difference between Dead Space One and Dead Space Two. It's like the first one mm-hmm. where it's one person on a ship on their own, and the whole movie takes place on that ship. And in the second one, it expands a lot because obviously you have to, and there's more people, and there's you know the higher stakes and stuff like that or whatever it's very yeah. similar to that in the sense that the first one is very standalone it can stand on its own pretty well and the second one obviously relies heavily on the on the context of the first one and builds yeah. on that 
Yeah, for sure. Cause that's because, like, when you... Because, like, you know, after playing the first... It's very... it's You know what it's similar to, in a way? Mm-hmm. It's similar to going from the episode Dalek to Parting of the Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that, like, you, you need the context of Dalek to... That makes the finale scary. Because yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, God, one of them was too much. Like, yeah. how are we going to deal with thousands? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is like is very very similar in that regard, but still very good, mm. still great. Sequels very very good. I've heard yeah. that the rest are all terrible. Yeah, I, I watched Alien Covenant as well. Actually, um, is that the one with um, Michael Fassbender? Yes, it is. Yeah, and there actually are some Classic. pretty cool horror horror aspects in that. Yeah, the film itself, like I don't know the story. I guess I don't actually even know what was happening, but there's some scary moments in it. I don't know if there's actually a xenomorph in that film at all. Really? I don't think there is. No, I don't think there is. There's like a baby one at the end, I think, or something like that. So right. Because that, that movie is set before <clears throat> yeah, I think the it's first a, one, isn't I it? I think it's a prequel, yeah. Yeah, which would make sense that they wouldn't, I guess, wouldn't encounter one. It's quite... I, I really like... You can tell that they have carried... Like, the you know, H.R. Geiger, the dude that created the, the, the the concept of the xenomorph like the artwork for it like he's like mm-hmm. a very prominent horror artist who does um what's it called a uh, biomechanical art where it's like really fucked up shit where it's like yeah, yeah humans yeah. that are integrated into machinery and stuff like that it just looks horrible uh, like there's that what was that game there's a game that came out last year that, that took heavy inspiration it was like a really visceral horror oh game. Yeah, yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah, the yeah, works yeah. of hr geiger yeah and the alien covenant definitely carries on that aesthetic that i think is really cool like they go into this underground tunnel and it's almost like the walls even though they're made of like you know metal they look biological in the in like the the patterns and stuff and the way the the tunnels stretch underneath the 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 planet like this eldritch being like this living being even though everything is mechanical it's really nice in terms of the way it looks like alien covenant but again the film i'm not like the story i have no fucking clue what was going on or what the goal was (laughs) i don't remember any of the protagonist characters names or anything um i think that's the weird thing about alien is like the first film is just this really really good horror movie and the second follows up on that and is this great like character study while also being a horror film yeah and an action film sort of all rolled into one but then they decided we're gonna make this a universe alien vs predator yeah well like they're gonna build out the universe it's like our predator exists in this universe and all this prequels and like oh prometheus and it's like it it wasn't like not not everything needs to be this expanded universe oh i think it was prometheus you know maybe it was prometheus oh well that's also pretty cool but yeah it's yeah not everything needs to be this expanded universe like a star wars or, yeah it was prometheus you know. yeah not everything needs to be uh, where's a standalone film you know who's making a standalone film christopher nolan with Oppenheimer. that's a Oppenheimer. standalone film they're, they're not gonna make that into a fucking Oppenheimer cinematic universe <laughs> the Oppenheimer franchise <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need more standalone films where it's just one you don't need a sequel it's just one on its own yeah. So I think so. Those make for some of the best stories, you know, where there's no sequel bait at the end. It's just this is a great movie on its own, and it doesn't yeah. need a second one. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean there are there are plenty of movies like that. You know, there's yeah. plenty of plenty of movies to like, but you don't get you don't often get blockbusters like that. No, like, blockbusters now all 
MCU. They have to be franchises. Fucking, everyone's trying to copy the MCU. Like, when Mario came out, there were people that was like, oh, I hope this sets up the Smash Bros. cinematic universe, oh, and we get a fucking, we get a fucking, uh, fucking Star Fox film, and a fucking Zelda film after this as well, and then finally it leads up to the Smash Bros. film. Oh, yeah. oh, it's going to be so, so cringe. Cool. Like, so no, cringe. Why can't you just enjoy the Mario film, and hope for maybe a Mario sequel? Why do you need it to be the fucking Smash Bros. cinematic universe, you fucking consumer? I know, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. And it's like... I feel like the best blockbuster in recent memory, or maybe, honestly, of all time, is fucking Top Gun Maverick. That film just is been it so up. good. So fucking good. Like, it is the sequel. It's just mm. so good. Yeah, Like, yeah. you know, after watching... It. You got you got to watch Top Gun and then you got to watch Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Like it just it just makes you feel so good. It's just <laughs> so good. And not only is it like so good like character wise and like vibe and everything, it just is a such a good action movie too. Yeah. Like it is genuinely like exciting to watch, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, I mean, a lot of a few of the stunts in it were. I mean, Tom Cruise does mental stunts and he's the one doing them. Like I've seen the one where he jumps out the back of the plane. And it's like he's actually doing it. Like it's not yeah, CGI. He's well, it mental. is enhanced with CGI, but he's actually jumping out the back of a plane. Yeah, like he's got with Mission Impossible. Like he's hanging onto the side of this plane as it flies. Like he actually did that. Shit, like mental. God. Like what damn. the fuck? What the fuck are they doing? <clears throat> That's a man it's who's comfortable with falling through the air. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, but yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's plenty of good movies coming out. Like I, you know. I've, I've been tr- I've been trying to go to the cinema way more and also yeah. catch up on films and just watch things and like you know recently like um, Babylon was a really good film that people just didn't like for some reason is that the one that's got uh, uh, Tobey Maguire in it he is in it yeah yeah and he plays the mental guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've seen He's the really trailers that looks pretty funny it's a really good it's like a really good film like and also really like, fucking good recently Bo is Afraid came out is that it with oh Joaquin I did Phoenix. see that came out yeah 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 I've not watched it but and Joaquin Phoenix got... came out and he was like if you watch this don't watch it on shrooms <laughs> that was like a statement <laughs> that he made <laughs> man I've heard that has got bad reviews too like people oh really like it. Oh, it looks which is weird interesting. it's probably it's probably good like I feel sometimes people just don't get things man like no. I just it's like Babylon is one of those films like I it, it's got like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes and mm-hmm. I went into it thinking like oh I don't know what could possibly like what's going to be underwhelming about this and I came out and I just, like it was like a religious experience watching that film mm-hmm. like by the end of it like it just like the message they were trying to get across the character journey the drama the 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 like the themes and just like what the movie was trying to say about cinema like oh it was just so good man mm. it just felt so good it was like a cathartic film <laughs> i just i cannot understand why it's got bad reviews i do not understand it people I, don't I like just, cinema anymore it's crazy it's fucking crazy but people just want a uh, new disney plus series about some obscure characters in marvel it's like guardians oh, of galaxy God. 3 came out the other day didn't it I haven't watched it. Yeah, I think it did come out the other day. I'm going to go watch it Yeah, soon, I'll watch it at some point. I'll even fucking go on my own if I have to. I probably won't have I to, wanna, uh, but I, wa- I want to finish up Guardians, because Guardians yeah, is always good. Yeah, like, it's... Guardians is great, but there's this, like, shot with, like... 
Rocket laying down and like oh, so what I can animals. only consider yeah like random animal characters and someone tweeted like yeah oh there's a Disney Plus show right here and it's like <laughs> what do you mean there's a Disney Plus show right here what are they gonna do yeah I literally there's so there's someone who quote tweeted I I liked the tweet because I was like this yeah this is exactly how I feel is like it was like some people just interact with art fundamentally differently to me yeah and I'm like yeah. yep that is it like. You know, I want to I wanna watch these things and I want to be moved and I want to feel things and I want to, you know, like, you know, understand the, 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 the artist's meaning behind the piece because it, it, you know, these, like, movies mean things. Yeah. And that's what makes it so good. But other people, they just see content. Like, yeah, they just want cool character to meet other cool character. And, I mean, I relate to that because I used to also think like that. Like, the MCU yeah. fundamentally changed the way I looked at films for a while because I was like, well, what can top this? This this interconnected universe of cool characters meeting each other that wouldn't normally meet each other. Look how cool this is. I want to see this for the rest of my life. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. It, I think which, it which, does... Like that's that that is it on the surface, right? But like the reason that you wanted to see that <coughs> is because of how well written it was, and like, oh, yeah. it's like now how I well characterized everyone was. Like it wasn't just cool characters meeting cool characters. Like that's what you thought you wanted. But what you really wanted was the meaningful character interactions that come from those characters meeting each other. Yeah, like these yeah. these deeply complex and flawed characters interacting with one another and going on these journeys that mean something. Yeah. Like you just you just didn't realize it. Like we didn't realize it at the time no. why we liked it so much. And now we until, live in a world you know, where the MCU is shit, like really shit. Really bad. And I yeah. don't care about any of the characters in it meeting or I don't give a shit. I don't care about She-Hulk meeting Daredevil. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about uh, the next Avengers movie. What where uh, Kate Bishop Kang comes Dynasty. out and does mental shit. I don't care about her <laughs> that yeah. much. Yeah, never. You're never gonna have that relationship between Tony Stark and Steve Rogers again. No, no it's never gonna with happen. what they're with what they're doing currently. It's just no. not even close. No, to being that good. The only thing um, I care about in the MCU now, bar the newest Guardians film, obviously it's the last one, is Spider Man. It's the only other thing I care about. It's the only thing that hopefully, hopefully, it's good. Good, hopefully. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope I they really, don't just really like so. undo everything that was done in No Way Home, and like they actually stick to it, and like they introduce new characters, and they don't bring back like the random characters from the original. Like, uh, yeah, like we need to stuff. move on now. This is like that trauma that Peter went through has to stick with him, and it has to be permanent. Like. Yeah. Don't undo everything. Don't you know? Don't go suddenly back have on MJ get her memories back and Zendaya's oh, cast no. again. Like, I love the I love Zendaya. I don't even really like her iteration of MJ that much, to be honest. But she was good in No Way Home, like really good. But um, yeah, like just new characters, new 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 world for our Spider Man. Yeah, I mean exactly. either way, like, like even if it's shit, we have Spider Man PS PlayStation <laughs> anyway. So I mean that fulfills True. my Spider Man needs, but. Very true. I, I want to see I think part of like, do well. <clears throat> yeah, I think part of what makes Spider-Man so good is the permanence of loss. Like, it, it's what moulds Spider-Man into yeah. who he is. Like, the fact that he can't undo those things of losing people, like, in yeah. whatever way he does lose them, is what makes him such a good hero because yeah. he's fighting to make sure it never happens again. It's like he's to... fighting this this inner turmoil whilst also fighting the villains and saving people. It's just so selfless and, like... There's just something yeah. about Spider-Man that's so much different to any other superhero. Like, he's not doing it for recognition because no one knows who he is. Like, he's just a poor guy living on his own who goes through shit and just keeps going. And, like, that's yeah. what Spider-Man is. 
Yeah, it's great. And it's just, it's, it's this, you know, if you undo that loss, if you bring back Uncle Ben, if you bring back, you know, if you bring back MJ's memories, like, it undoes what it means to be Spider-Man. Because yeah. then you lose that, like, he's invincible. Like, he has to lose. That's the point. Yeah. Like, the reason Spider-Man wins every time is because he lost so much before. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, you have to keep that intact. And it's like, you know, they've got a perfect setup now to tell this really, like, deeply intimate Spider-Man story. Or they can just do another epic team up and yeah. like make a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know I don't know what I trust them to do. Then Spider-Man 4 will be like there'll be like 60 villains in it and it'll be like Deadpool dead ever and Spider-Man <laughs> in one film and it'll just be tone deaf <laughs> as fuck and no one will like it. Uh, oh my god. It's I watched you know what when I when the, the night we got to Italy um we got to our airbnb and we were tired as fuck and we put on netflix and i decided to put on venom to let there be carnage <laughs> and it was so bad oh like God. like all i'd heard on social media right and i i stuck by this movie probably is terrible because mm-hmm. like people are dumb but all i'd heard was like no no it's a it's like one of those classic superhero movies like it's a charming kind of goofy and i, I was like Ugh. all right all right let's see no man it's fucking terrible it's shit. like it's written so badly like every line of dialogue is atrocious it looks like shit oh it's so bad oh, it just so fucking to bad do with the spider-man mythos whatsoever it's just venom doing weird shit it's like the oh first film was God. enough for me i watched it like years ago while i was in a like, study period in sixth form and it was <laughs> fucking shit and i knew from that moment that i just don't want to touch any tom hardy venom content it's just not as if I have anything yeah. against Tom Hardy. He's a great actor, but, like, that Venom verse is shit. <laughs> yeah, very, very bad. It sucks. Very, Isn't it the same bad. universe the fucking... as Morbius as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's, the post, there's a post-credit scene where Vulture shows up, and he goes, Oh, yeah. Hmm, I just, I ended up here somehow, and... <laughs> I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. I'm like, how is that dialogue you've written? How have you written that? Are Sony, are Sony actually going to do anything with that? Or did they, did, did oh, they I don't know. see how bad Morbius did and they're just like, fuck, we're fucked. Dude, I'm not releasing the Silver Sable, Silver Sable film now. I'm not doing that with the Black Cat film they were planning to make that no one cares about. It is insane how like how much Sony want to do a Sinister Six film. They have tried so many times. That's true. They've and tried they just for years. can't do it. And they just cannot do it because they're just I don't know what is going on at their studio, but like they just keep hiring fucking idiots. It's mental. Like just anyone that writes for fucking Sony are just terrible. It's like awful. I, do, I I do not understand how a creative medium and the, like the creative industry has so many terrible writers, like I just don't understand. So it's only going to get worse like, now with the writers' uh, strike. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like there's a lot of places like that are looking at the use of AI to like get AI to write a script and then get a writer to to fix the script, and you could pay them way less then because they're not writing the script, uh, they're fixing a thank script. Fuck, they're striking. Just keep striking. Don't stop. Yep. <laughs> Don't stop. Yep. And it's 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 really sad too because you look at the way media has been covered, co- covering the writers strike and they've been trying to like spark outrage among you know like fucking man children that just want their superhero movies oh, like yeah. the writers strike has halted production on Blade 2. It will you know, it's been halted indefinitely and they want people to be like, "Oh, what the fuck?" 
What the fuck, man? I just want to see Blade. I just want to see the fucking Blade film. I just want to like, see what? Cool Blade, alright? Like, why, why are they going to fucking strike and ruin my movies? Like, stop throwing your fucking toys out at Prem. Do your fucking job. Write yeah, the fucking yeah. film. That's, that's like, th that's what they want. Yeah. Instead of blaming the big corporations for not paying their writers what they should be fucking paid... They want they want people to get mad at the writers. There's so for many people that are anti-striking though. Like I mean, even when the NHS was striking in in the UK recently, so many people were blaming the people striking instead of looking at the root cause of why are they striking? Oh, because they don't get yeah. fucking paid enough to do a job that's really taxing. Yeah, like, and then people will be like, "Oh, we're well, fucking getting a different profession." Then, like, no, no, that's not. You shouldn't have that's to. That's not the point. Yeah, you should you should be able to have the rights to speak up and go, "Hey." This is not fair pay for my industry, for the work that I yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Pay us more, you cunt. Otherwise, we will stop working and there will be none of us left. There are way too many people, like NHS workers, you know, writers, actors in some cases. Yeah. Obviously, not in others. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, teachers. Animators. Just, yeah, that you know, artists in general, like, you know, that just don't get paid what they should be getting paid. Yeah. And it's just stupid. It's insane. Like, it's you know these people do deserve to be paid more and they deserve to be you know paid well for the things that they're doing yeah um and on top of that like you know at marvel and at disney you know the way that they work their fucking you know like artists and writers and animators and all of this shit like is insane like people you know complain about the quality of she hulk cgi but why do you think it looks like that like yeah because marvel do not give them time and don't pay them well enough like they're like you know paying them you know nowhere near enough money and not giving them any time to to do the to get these things done yeah and it's why marvel's cgi has dropped off significantly yeah it looks dreadful now it used to look really good like if you look at iron man one like the scene yeah. where he's first putting on the armor and he goes to where, wherever in the middle east he goes to and like blows people up and shit like his suit looks like it looks so good it yeah, looks so Iron good. Man One looks really great. Like you look at Iron Man One, you look at Transformers, the first Transformers. Oh god, yeah. Like the CGI in those films is honestly, it still looks like it holds up today. Yeah, for like, sure. You know, and it's 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 sad to see you look at Ant Man, Quantumania, and you look yeah, at She Hulk. You got Modok looking like a literal fucking Roblox character. Like, what are we it's doing? It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it's that so film crazy. fuck that film i've seen a clip from it where like modok is like on the ground and he's like oh just not a good person or whatever and then like like ant-man's not daughter just goes well stop being a dickhead or whatever or stop being <laughs> yeah, a, i saw that too and yeah. it's like what is this acting like what is this scene i can't believe they recast her too yeah like, after fuck? endgame that shit's like... insane Imagine being they the literally poor had girl. her in Endgame. The like, poor the girl fuck? that was cast as her originally, thinking this is gonna be my big break. Oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna be the like new Avengers. I'm gonna be in the new Avengers, and they're just like, nah, nah, no, get someone not. else. Fuck you. And she's <laughs> she's like, you know, no offense to her, but she's not as good of an actor. Like that one scene that Cassie was in in Endgame was really good. Mm. Like you know, she managed to convey a lot of emotion in just that one scene with that you know dialogue. And, you know, you could say that, you know, maybe some of the writing was to blame in yeah. Ant-Man, for yeah. sure. Um, but it, I, I just can't understand why they recast her. Like, I just... I don't know. Like, I just don't know. It doesn't make sense. You had an actress, just keep her. Well, uh, very the MCU is in absolute turmoil because... Uh, 
uh, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> he got into oh hot God, water. no, man! <laughs> like it's insane. Beating his wife or something, or like a, a girlfriend that he was with. Then loads of other people came out like, "Yeah, Jonathan Majors beat me as well." And it's like Marvel's uh. based their cinematic universe on this guy. And now all this shit's come out. And I read somewhere that, like, they're waiting to see what the public reception of it is. If he's demonized and cancelled entirely by everyone for it, they'll get rid of him. But if the majority of people don't care, they'll keep him. That's crazy. They're just, like, waiting to see. But obviously that could just be someone's interpretation of it, and, like, and it may th- not be the actual case, but... The thing is, as well, like, Kang is <coughs> such a shit character, too. Like, he is sucks. not compelling at all. He was cool like, it's just. Yeah, he was pretty pretty interesting in Loki, but ever since, it's just like it just like the arc surrounding him. Like he just doesn't have the presence or the intrigue that Thanos had. No, like no. When when you see Thanos at the end of Avengers, or when you hear about him and like you see him show up in Guardians of the Galaxy, He's and like, like you learn about him figure. through his daughters, like yeah. it's so interesting. <clears throat> and like they managed to build this up, like just the. Like, it is actually insane how well paced and, like, contextualized the entire overarching narrative of the of the Infinity Saga was. I know. It's, it's, it's like thinking like, back to it. I do not know how they pulled it off. The way they told these individual stories while also building character, building relationships, and contextualizing each Infinity Stone within a story that used it as, like, the central plot point. Mm-hmm. And then bringing that all together, and then explaining what they are in Guardians, and then showing what Thanos' plan is. Like, yeah. every, like it was just, it was so good. It was so well paced. And every single movie, like, had something to contribute, you know? Like, you when you watch Endgame or you watch Infinity War, there's a payoff to every single film that yeah, you watch. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like, every single film is, is worth watching, because there's a payoff by the end. Um, whereas, you know, in this new era, like... How are they going to pay off fucking Moon Knight? Like, <laughs> like in the Kang D- Dynasty, they're going to pay off, you know, I, I sat through six hours of Moon Knight meandering. Like, what the fuck? Oh, God, Moon Knight and Ethan Hawke, best villain ever, man with the scepter. <laughs> he, he gets killed in the post credit scene. Oh, yeah, he gets shot in, in the back of a car. Yeah, That's yeah just like mental. he survives and you're like, oh, what happened? And then the post credit scene, they just get shot. By the fucking protagonist who's now putting on like a weird <laughs> accent. <laughs> he's like yeah i'm fucking gonna kill you now <laughs> it's like what what's this post credit scene oh, oh my god, god. oh hell. jesus christ yeah. man i'm i'm gonna feel so much pride in myself that when i finish watching guardians volume three of the cinema i'm walking out i'm not watching the fucking post credit scene that is true I'm not, I'm not gonna sit there with all those fucking nerds we don't need next, it waiting for the cameo of gloop shito's Glo- brother or whatever shito <laughs> shows up and he goes oh my god this is a multiverse of madness and then he runs they- off <laughs> They they combine Star Wars with the MCU. It's now one universe. No, no, not the whole of Star Wars, just the Mandoverse. You know what? So you get Ahsoka shows up and fucking Pedro Pascal's and there. fucking Thrawn, and everyone goes, "Oh my god, it's fucking Thrawn! It's Thrawn! It's, Thrawn. it's the greatest Star Wars character ever!" <laughs> I remember, see, uh, see, I really like Thrawn because when he was a character before, he was really good. So because he's <laughs> yeah. here again, I want him here so again. So when I read again. a book in like the mid two thousands from Legends made by a fan, he was really good. So he's gonna be great <laughs> now. <laughs> fucking Star Wars fans, just fuck off! I hate you! I hate oh, man. you! Um. 
I was going to say something. I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the, uh, I was going to say, funniest post-credit scene ever is the Multiverse of Madness one, where the end scene of the fucking movie <laughs> ends with him in like fucking turmoil. He's like ah, like screaming. And I comes and he out his like head. A third eye yeah. opens. Yeah. And the post-credit scene starts. And he's like smiling. He's just like, yeah, it's okay now. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> God, that was so fucking funny. I, one of the one of the best ones was the Eternals post-credit scene where Harry Styles just shows film. up. Oh God. And he's like, and he's like Thanos is brother or something and he goes you right lads yeah Murray it's Stiles. so weird I've actually never watched Eternals so I don't even know anything about anything oh to my... do with that film god fucking 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 um Jon Snow Kit Harrington gets kidnapped at the end he finds a sword that's whispering to him and then he gets kidnapped by an alien or something and goes into space I don't fucking know <laughs> classic Jon Snow classic guy oh my god it was yeah, the MCU is so far. I, I've not watched any MCU since Thor Love and Thunder, which was about a year ago. I haven't even watched that. The last one I watched was No Way Home. You've Spider-Man. seen the shows, though. You you, you watched She-Hulk. Yeah, I didn't watch all of it. I didn't even get to the episode where Dead uh, was in it. right, right, right. Was that the last thing you watched, then? I think it must have been, yeah. It was, like, halfway through She-Hulk, and I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, and that was, like, <laughs> August last year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. The last thing I watched was Thor Love and Thunder, and then I just, yeah, completely just tuned out. And Which is weird, because I liked Thor Love and Thunder, despite mm. people saying it wasn't very good. Mm. I thought it was, you know... Taika Waititi is now hated. <laughs> people, yeah, people hate him. Um, like, don't I, trust I just, him with another film. Don't do it. I, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was good, but, you know, it's whatever. I can understand why people didn't, but I, I think that they just, I don't know. I don't, I feel like they misunderstood what the film was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's an element to it. Like, I, I can understand you still not liking it despite understanding what it was trying to do. Mm. But I think that, like, just the way that Taika does his comedy is in a way where, like, I don't know. It worked for me, but... Yeah, yeah I guess it doesn't work for other people that don't want it. Yeah, that's fine. That's That fine. is fine. Anyway, that, that's the Patreon topic of what show, yes. what should you watch yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> fucking christ <laughs> fucking christ it's let's push tangent. on holy shit <laughs> where are we i can't find it here it is okay next topic is from disciple nick Zan, who says good day james and george i hope you're both doing very well as of writing i'm watching this video regarding the ethics of knowledge in horizon and ah. while it's a brilliant essay it made me think should aloy live or die at the end of horizon 3 live what would be more thematically appropriate Live. what would make the most sense for her as a character we've already like talked about this way. last episode we have we have depending on what message the writers want to tell but i'd like to hear your thoughts on the matter perhaps one of you may have more, a more definitive answer thanks in advance nick live yeah i think i think we're both in agreement she should live yeah i don't see any any conclusion that's satisfying where aloy dies i no, want to see her happy sense. fulfilled and just with nothing to worry about. i want her to be able to enjoy the world that she's given so much to protect you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, just like Elizabeth wanted, because Elizabeth, she was the one that gave the sacrifice. Aloy is the embodiment of a better future. Her dying yeah, yeah, would yeah, be yeah. thematically wrong. <laughs> yeah, because the entire the entire point of Aloy is that she learns she's a clone of Elizabeth, and then by the end of Forbidden West, she realizes that that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, like it that doesn't define her. It's like she and can so. Like, although she spends the entirety of Zero Dawn treading in the same footsteps as Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. Forbidden West is about stepping, like, adjacent to Elizabeth. Yeah. So, like, she has to survive. Yeah. Like, she still respects Elizabeth, and there's still obviously going to be plenty more parallels yeah. between the two. But yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, she does. I don't want her to have the same ending as Elizabeth. Like that's not because that would just be like, oh, she's <clears> Elizabeth <throat> too. She's done the same thing as Elizabeth. Like she needs to be greater in every yeah. aspect. In the fact that that's she doesn't point, yeah. need to sacrifice herself to save the world, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's our opinion. I think we talked about this briefly last episode, actually. Yeah, exactly. Because <clears throat> yeah. because it, it's all about like she she needs to not like Elizabeth sacrifice the world that they had in the hopes of a better one and aloy is the personification of the better world yeah exactly. and so she now needs to do what elizabeth couldn't do which is to save the world yeah. instead of giving it up for the next world like you know there's <laughs> that conversation what that she has with hades which i think is is like very much i think that sets in stone exactly where the game is gonna go and they have to fulfill it is that hades says there will like he's this like this is version that this five is version five there will be no version six and yeah. she's like there doesn't need to be because i'm saving this one yeah yeah that right there sets up yeah it, it is very subtly what her goals are for the rest of the franchise you yeah, know, there exactly. Is the... She's determined to save the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not just, and it's not like, and the thing with it as well is like, she's not determined to like die trying. It's no. like she is. De- she's like, no, I'm going to save the world. Like, yeah, that's exactly. what's going to happen. Like, I'm not just going to try. Like, I am going to do it. And she's worried about her own well-being as well. Because that, that, that last bit of Forbidden West, when she's talking about Nemesis, she, she says, like, and I can't say that I'm not afraid. And it's like she's not just yeah. blindly staring into this this uh, looming threat and going, you know what, I'll, I'll happily give my life. I'm sure she would happily give her life. But it's like she's she's at a point now where she has things that she cares about and doesn't want to yeah. miss. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, um, she spends, like, you see where, when she <clears throat> nearly dies in um it's a great moment like when she nearly dies in the hades proving lab mm-hmm. when she nearly drowns and vile saves her and she sees the she sees the vision of rust yeah and it's this moment for her where it's like doing what she's doing and chasing elizabeth she's going to die like she's gonna die trying to save the world yeah and then she sees rust and rust like we learn towards the end of the game when she realizes is this embodiment of why she's different from elizabeth yeah exactly and like it's this symbol in this moment that's showing like no this is why you're different you can't keep trading down this path you have friends that want to help you you have these connections and you actually do care about them yeah exactly and, like lay into that embrace that and be aloy and you know use that to save the world i mean it's it's all which... throughout the game there's like themes of that and stuff like um yeah when for at the very beginning says to her oh only two of you for such an important task something you'll learn is allies are allies are the most important thing or something like that i'm paraphrasing it but it's like even from that very moment at the embassy people are saying to her you can't just have such a small group or you can't face this on your own uh, you have to mm-hmm. have allies, and that's like a theme throughout the game. And she eventually, obviously, accepts it with all these different factions that now respect her and and that she's allied with, which is something that we yeah. will definitely see in the third game. Like in the third game, if we don't see the Tanakh and the Kaja and the Banuk and the and the Osram all banding together, and the Utaru and maybe possibly some of the Quen, like if we don't see them coming together and all being like under one banner then yeah and I'll be like surprised. that's the thing right is the idea of like the eleuthia birthing cradles and teaching apollo through artemis like the idea was to bring world peace like yeah. that was the idea is that they would understand the mistakes of the old world and through that there would be peace mm-hmm. around the globe yeah. once the new world happened and it's like that didn't happen 
but through Aloy, it might yeah. still happen. It's like she is going to bring together all of these different tribes. Exactly. And, you know, it might not be on a global scale. It might be on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things like you see her <coughs> able to do this. Like, you know, the final battle of Meridian at the end of Zero Dawn. You've got people from different tribes coming together to defend the city. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, you know, her core team of all of her allies from all different tribes, all of which are outcasts, you know, in their own yeah, right. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, but but by the by the way that they're characterized, like you know, Zoe obviously, you know, not being listened to by the chorus, and then you've got Cthulhu after losing his arm, he's not seen as you know, as as tough and as you know, strong-willed as the rest because he's you know lost a part of himself. Yeah, you've got Alva being you know this diviner, but she's locked out of parts of the legacy, and you know, you know the 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 Quen Empire is very oppressive in that regard. Yeah, like Um, a lot of Quen, especially Alva, they. They believe in the stuff like the legacy, but Alva particularly is like, the more you interact with her and the more you see of her in the game, the less she seems to care about the Quen, like the the collective Quen, if that makes sense. And that's sort of what makes her an outsider because she's not afraid of things that other Quen are. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I really like that because it does, it's like, because Aloy is the outcast and it's like now she's got this ragtag team of outcasts. It's just so cool. I love it. It's really good. It's really, (coughs) really good. Yeah. And that's, uh, but yeah, yeah, Aloy has to survive. I think she does too. Yeah. Uh, Right. We've got the last topic here from James and also World Jones. Hey, the classic guy himself. (laughs) This is. It seems to be a bit of a more personal topic to wrap things up on, but let's see Let's see where this goes. Um, he says, This could be a little late to write, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, I've been feeling depressed as of late, mm. ever since my breakup. I used to be uh, a piece of shit, and now I've been focusing on myself. I've been trying to become a better person. Mm-hmm. I've been hitting the gym like four times a week, and it's been great. However, my ex decided that she was going, my, she was going to have a slag phase. She has been going out a lot and kissing and having sex with whoever. Obviously, this is painful to see, but she can do whatever she wants. As I said before, I've been depressed and hating what I did and how things turned out between us. So last night uh, last night gave me a bit of a boost of happiness, I guess. She's officially been given herpes. Oh my god. Uh, now, I think that this is some sort of karma coming to bite her in the ass for slagging about. Uh, uh. Uh, this is not a great comment. I think uh, this is a fine... Is this a fine way for me to think, or am I fucked? No, um, it's not a fine way for you to think. A yeah, woman no. having sex with many partners is not wrong. Um, it's just no, nothing no, no. wrong with it. People, men do it. People can have sex with as many romantic partners as they want. And I understand it's definitely, um, you know, when I've broken up with with exes in the past, and I've seen on their social media, you know, they've been out and about doing things, and I'm just sulking around. It can make you very bitter and very resentful. I'd say block her on social media. Don't look at her social media if it's hurting you in this way, because that's just not good. Uh, But also, don't think that there's going to be some crazy level of karma that's going to come and fuck her over because one you, you don't think ill ill on people that you've been in relationships with in the past you know unless they did something genuinely abusive towards you try and think about it as in you know you had your time together something went wrong 
now you've gone your separate ways and you can both live live your life and you both have the right to be happy um you don't wish ill will on her that's not that's just going to keep you bitter um because i definitely went through periods of time in past relationships and stuff where it ended and i felt really bitter towards the person and i'd constantly be thinking about like oh i hope something really bad happens to them or not, not anything serious but like oh i hope one day they realize like you know <laughs> what they're fucking, fucking dying. lost not not that bad but yeah like i'd, I'd be thinking like oh hopefully one day it will dawn on them you know they're just out much of a cool guy they've lot and it doesn't happen it won't happen like it's not gonna happen that sounded so incel well, i mean dude like you do not think rationally when you've got out of no, a yeah, relationship no, official, and you're official. feeling awful about it like it's it, yeah it's it's fucking weird but it's something that i've been through a couple of times just keep doing what you're doing go to the gym don't yeah. slut shame her for enjoying her life in the way that she wants to block her on social media don't check up on her social media try and live life in a positive way do things that you wouldn't normally do uh you know try and expand your horizons maybe go on holiday if you can somewhere you've never been before spend lots of time with friends and just don't sit there festering over it because it is no good for you man jim's good though for sure but definitely Mm -hmm. definitely don't think that she's a bad person because she's having multiple sexual partners there's nothing wrong with that um even if it hurts no. you personally, yeah, it's perfectly understandable that it would hurt you. But it's not an inherently bad thing for her to be doing. It does not mean she's a bad person. Yeah. Um, that's my thoughts on it. I've, this is some, yeah, this no. is a topic that I have a lot of. I thought a lot about things like this, dude. When I was like going through breakups yeah. when I was a teenager and stuff, and I've been through all sorts of shit related to that. So I understand yeah. the I mean, pain. It's good. It's good advice. It's definitely good advice. I think. Yeah, I agree with everything <clears> that you said. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. If if it's hurting you too much, like seeing her, you know, doing whatever she wants to do, yeah, block her. Just you know, not because not out of like malice, but because you know, just looking out for yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you know if that's you know, if that's gonna help you, I think as well. Yeah, like like George said, you 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 can't be thinking ill of her for you know doing whatever she's doing, just living her life, doing what yeah. she wants to do. Like she's not doing anything wrong um and you know like you said i mean she doesn't like based on the context you've given like you broke up the reason you broke up was because of because of yourself right like that's what you've said like it wasn't even her like why does karma need to get her because you messed up like like, that seems a bit hypocritical way of thinking um but i think yeah like you're doing the right thing work on yourself focus on yourself and eventually i reckon you know things will become clear you'll figure it out you'll feel better yeah it will it will you know you'll be able to let go of that but for sure yeah you just got to stop looking you got to stop looking because yeah you don't know, message what, her what, what good don't message yeah. her <laughs> yeah don't do don't do that i've um, done that before. like you know it's bad <laughs> yeah yeah no don't do that don't do that yeah. um you want to you want to you want to just stay away focus on yourself because what good is you know looking at her instagram you know messaging what, what good is that gonna do like you're not getting back together it's not gonna go back to how it was and it's not gonna you know be happily ever after it's not gonna happen no all you're gonna do is hurt yourself it's just gonna lengthen out the healing process yeah um you, you just you know you are just hurting yourself um so just you know focus <coughs> on yourself like you said at least you're trying like that's a good thing you know jim you know, is a great you know, thing jim is great keep doing that you are, you know, you are trying, and that's good because you know there was a couple of topics you left before in the past. Like one of them, I couldn't even read because it was so bad. Um, <laughs> where you know, and like the, the the last episode of of Clubhouse, you know, that was that was a fucked topic that Tyler got mad over. Oh god. Um, 
so you know you are working on yourself you're doing what you need to do and you know that's good the that's fact good. that you should be proud of yourself like also admitted in that topic there that you you thought some of the things you did during the relationship weren't too good that self-reflection is the first step to growth i think um because yeah, it can 100%. be hard when you come out of a relationship and you feel hurt by the fact they've broken up with you it can be hard to admit to yourself that maybe it was something that you did and you go into the state mm-hmm. of denial where it's like, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. They're just horrible. They just didn't give me a chance. They don't understand me. Or they're, they're mean. They're cold. They're uncaring about my feelings. And it's like, just maybe analyze your behavior during the relationship and things that she said to you during the breakup. It, um, there's always a conversation you have, obviously, when you make the decision to break up. And if there was some standout things she said about stuff that you did, maybe think about that and how you can change it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, don't... Mm-hmm slut shamer don't do that yeah don't do that don't do that yeah you don't you don't you don't want you look what you don't want to do because this can this can happen to a lot of young men obviously when you you know you get out of a relationship and feel hurt is going down that rabbit hole of women are know, becoming sexist yeah like you know you like you know oh fuck women you know women fucking suck women this women that you know yeah yeah and that a lot of people can fall into that trap because they feel hurt and you know they they end up in that mindset you want to not fall Definitely. into that mindset you know yeah, don't, you don't want. Don't, don't start do watching Top G videos. Don't start watching. No, Andrew don't Tate start watching content. fucking Andrew Tate. Don't start watching fucking Sneeko. No, Aiden you know? Ross. Like, stay away yeah, from no. that content. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, women are great. They are great. Don't lose faith in them because you've had a bad experience with one. Um, and yeah, yeah, just work on yourself. You'll be good. You'll be good. For sure, I, I believe in you. I do too. It's, you're, you're on yeah. a long path now. A long journey of of growth and self-reflection yeah. and fulfillment sure. and maybe For read sure. some books as well books are fucking great read some books yeah man like honestly reading a book can offer you some insight into stuff in your life that movies and tv and games just can't books are mm-hmm. fucking great read and also it makes your vocabulary better as well it makes makes you look like an intelligent guy <laughs> 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 yeah just yeah mm-hmm I look forward yeah. to hearing a response in the future if you want to respond or if you want to give us yeah, an give, update give us, down the line. Yeah, give us an update <clears> down the line. Let us know how you are, what's, yeah. what's going on with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, I hope it gets better for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, well, that's all our topics. That's the show. Two and a half hours, pretty, pretty <laughs> nice episode. Um, yeah, what the fuck, two and a half? I'm nearly full three. God damn. Yeah, look at us Look at us fucking go. This is like the old days of, as always, podcast. Oh, too, Bloody hell. <laughs> I haven't done this in ages. God damn. Um, but there we go. That's it. Um, <coughs> I haven't got anything else to say. Neither really. do I. I don't have anything else. Well, watch my Horizon video if you haven't already, but I assume everyone yeah. that's watching knows about it and has either not wanted to watch it because they don't want to or watched it because they did want to. I'm just going to say it again because I want to shit it. Yeah. yeah, go watch the Horizon video. Go watch my Horizon video, my Burning yeah. Shores video. Go watch that. James's fucking Burning Shores video, man. It's Come a on. good video. Exactly, it's got it's a nice thumbnail good. as well. I like it. I've changed the thumbnail like five times. Uh, I know it was it was a Sunwing at first, or that the new machine. I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah, and the then it was winger. Aloy facing away from the camera. Yeah, I've changed it now to it's the Horus fight. It makes sense. Yeah, it's probably like it looks. A... It looks. It looks really good. Actually, I'm really happy with this one. I'm going to leave it like that. I yeah, think. that seems like the most sort of like uh, iconic part of the DLC I guess is Aloy standing standing there alone and then the Horus is coming towards her like it's a very yeah, yeah, yeah. evocative piece of imagery <coughs> it's nice um, but yeah that's it that's it for the podcast thank yeah, you everybody man. so much 
It's been a good episode. We'll see you in two weeks for another one. And uh, gaming. All right. Gaming. Love ya. We'll see you soon. See you later, folks. Bye-bye. Goodbye.